Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Yeah, that's right. You're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. Movies? You know what I'm saying? You heard? Another weird shit. You feel me? Another what? <laughs> Another weird shit. That's right. We'll get into all that, but let's let's get right into it. Let's do the introductions, get them out of the way so we can let Harley talk for another hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I've been flexing my, my vocal cords. Y'all ready? Oh, I bet. Oh, we're ready already. <laughs> you ready, Tony? Yeah. Exactly. See? <laughs> Tony, the time change has hit Tony like a ton of bricks. <laughs> See, we got to get it rolling here. Well, I am your boy, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Julio Iglesias, making cream like that motherfucker. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. All right. Well, let's get started. So Harley right, said it right off the bat. Daylight savings time. Mm. We're getting an hour, but now it gets darker super early. That means my mm-hmm. ass will be working in the dark for extra two more hours now. So yippee ki Motherfucker. Yes. So. Although I just voted for a bill that says the federal government can change the time change. So right. we might. This might, I, I heard that this might yeah. be the last year. Well, it the federal government might change it. And we have the, uh, we give our government, our state, the authority to switch over if they want it. Yeah, they yeah, to. yeah. So I dig that. I'm, I'm okay with that. that. I'm okay with that. I voted. I voted yes on that that bill. So where would uh, where would it stay at then? Which which one would it? It would never change. Are you saying? Right. So yeah. So well, which one of the two? It depends. It depends on uh, what the, how the federal government changes it. Yeah. No. Are we in daylight savings time now, so, or did we just go off of it? We went off of it. Oh, okay. So it would. So this would be the time, right? That we'd stay. We'd stick with. Yeah. See, I don't. I like you when it gets dark, like around seven, then five. I feel like your day's shorter. Yeah. It, it changes with the season. So. Yeah. It's not always going to be the same. If I want to know. I, I want to know if Reed, if they do daylight savings time, and on that side of that planet, on and, his planet, and the, and the NZ, and the wannabe, <laughs> the wannabe Australia. Wow. I, I was you. You forget. Like, look at a map. I didn't realize this. I mean, I did, but I didn't. The entire two islands, smaller than California. I mean, it is. He lives on a tiny island. Considering it's its own country, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, that's it's crazy. Like you could drive the entire country in a day, basically. I mean, I'm sure there's you know more to it. And and Reed, I'd be curious if if you know he's got something to say about it. But well, nice. um, you're telling us you can take a trip with your motorcycle. You're gonna ride the whole. If, my shoulder, if my shoulder gets better, we'll see. Nice <laughs> that bum shoulder there. Yeah, I mean it's it's better. It's like it's fifty percent. I'm getting a lot of my range of motion back, and so yeah. But that's good because I think that's what everybody was curious about. Everybody was yeah, wondering. that's, that's you know, we we both know that's all. That's, we, question, that's yeah. the only reason why they listen to the podcast is yeah. to hear about Harley's bum shoulder. Tony's gonna bounce now, so he just wanted to hear that. Now he's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. 
You go back to yeah. the regularly scheduled programming. No, I think you're curious what I have to say about Red Sparrow. Look at that motherfucking segue. <laughs> Tony, drop a, any sounder you got. Just push a button for that sounder. <laughs> there you go. You think after fucking 10 years of doing a podcast, we'd get better at it, right? Hey, that was pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll try tricky to... clicking. Yeah. So I'll try to make this quick. Um, me and Chris started watching Red Sparrow like last week, and then I, I don't know. We got about halfway through it, and and uh, let me ask you this: like, Why? Uh, I just had it, and uh, you know, it's like a crime drama. It's like uh, the the you know, she's it's the USSR and they're the Russia and they're it's post post Cold War, but the, the Cold War's still on, and they're they're teaching. Uh, the young women to be killers and and but to to by really flaunting their sexuality and every man every man has a has a key they just need to know how to open it but they really push the boundaries of what's sort of what you're willing to do for your country kind of thing um the whole idea of like are you willing to sleep with your mark you know uh mm. the the under the undercover you know it's deep how deep are you willing to go? Deep on and, the uh, yeah, and the incognito uh, tip, and the incognito tip. The the women are expected to go balls deep undercover, if you know whoa, what I mean. Whoa, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whoa. So, um, right up your wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I'll I'll give anything a try. Um, so, and I'm kind of like I'm I'm not a hundred percent. Either way, on whether Jennifer Lawrence is a real deal actress who's like here to stay, and she will be known as a a bona fide good actress. Um, Joel Edgerton is in it, and he's very good. He's, his his role is compelling. Um, there's a bunch of other major actors and actresses that you'd recognize. Uh, Sierra Hines is in it. Jeremy Irons is in it, uh, but they're all very small roles. Jennifer Lawrence is on the screen for the entire two hours and 20 minutes, a little long now that I remember, I think part of the reason um, it's done fairly well. Um, they certainly could have cut 20 minutes out of it and, and it probably would have made it somewhat more successful, viable. A lot um, of action? Not really. Um, yeah. That X. <laughs> There's there's a lot of of nudity. Um, no, not a lot, but there's um there's one scene where Jennifer Lawrence is strips down, butt ass naked, full frontal. We get bush. And, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Um Ding. Where's that? And there's a lot of seducing. There's a lot of seducing going on. And for the eighteen to twenty six year old dude, I think that works. You know what I mean? They just they're just getting stiffies in their in their pockets, thinking about Jennifer Lawrence seducing them, kind of thing. Um, but it's all in this veil of of you know they're sort of double agents kind of things. So, so she don't do anything for you. She didn't seduce you. Uh, no, but you know I'm a grown ass man. You know. Oh, so I mean? you don't get stiffies from Jennifer Lawrence? No, that's naked. No, titties ain't big enough. Oh, so um, it's not a terrible film, but the truth is, it's slightly forgettable like when you're watching it you're like well it's pretty compelling 
Like it's it's not bad. Like it's good. There's there's a couple like it's a hard R. There's I feel a, like it came and went. Like I don't even remember it being it did. It did not do well. I think critically, and I think as a result, especially because the long runtime financially it didn't do well. Um, I could look it up, but I'm too lazy to. Um, you know, I think for her, she probably wanted to do this sort of like to, you know, kind of. It's it's a much more mature role for her. I mean, she has to play almost like a veteran, like a war veteran. She's so she gets the shit kicked out of her in this movie. I mean, she gets beat up. Um, you ever seen Atomic Blonde? Uh, I saw parts of it. I think yeah. you enjoy that better than this. Maybe, Obviously. maybe. I saw the first like twenty minutes of it, and I was kind of like, eh, you know. All right, maybe not that. Yeah, yeah. So. um yeah, it's tough. Like, sounds like you hated when, it. No, I, I remember when I watched it and it was like over. I was like, yeah, I'd give it a dollar, but it was like early in the week when I finished it, and I've already like forgotten it. Like, I've already <laughs> kind of been like, uh, oh, that's right. It had a it had a fairly decent little twist at the end, and I remember that kind of left me on a decent on a decent tip. Um, you know, it's one of those movies you wouldn't be disappointed or angry that you watched it. Um, but it doesn't stick with you for that long. Um, but, um, yeah, I, yeah when I, I watch I'd, a movie, I like it to stick with me for a long time. Yeah, I'd give it I a like dollar. I like to be enjoyed too. I'd give it a dollar. You still give it a dollar after all I'd yeah. buy that for a dollar. Yeah. Her titties weren't big enough for you, motherfucker. No, they're not. Well, I didn't say her titties get a dollar. I said, well, her titties get eight dollars, just not two dollars. <laughs> um, it, it, the movie's done well enough. There's nothing. Is Chris around the corner? Is that why you won't say anything about Jennifer Lawrence? No, 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 no. She, should she watch it with me? She don't care. Okay. Um, she, um, she, she was just saying. Uh, what about that chicken oh, she, she, she was just, Did she, she have was just, titties? She was just creaming on uh, on uh, Harry Connick Jr. Oh, okay. He's like, that's a good looking man. And I was like, yeah, he is. Wait. You know? Yeah. Double yeah, take. Yeah. All right. You know? So, anyways. Um, oh, we got us kicked out of the house. Yeah, so I mean, I would. No, that's the wrong, wrong, wrong significant <laughs> other. <laughs> that was like eight years ago. Damn. That was, that was like, no, I think it was closer to nine. Because Mazzy was like a baby. Yeah. Seemed like just yesterday. Mm-hmm. We picked out of your house. Yeah. So Red Sparrow gets a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, oh, it gets a dollar. You got any interest in seeing it? Not really. There you go. Hunter Killer better? I would, um, I, you know what, Tony? I would say watch it. Watch it with Lainey. Get a woman's take. Oh. Like, there's, there's a lot of like, um, subject matter like rape um oh, you know right, just, right up their wheelhouse. well, well you know but from a woman's <laughs> standpoint you know what i mean um i'd be curious young young woman uh, if there's a lot of enjoy scenes. watching rape movies what are you getting at no 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 there's a lot of scenes where it's very hard to watch like it's very cringy you're like oh god damn you know he's like beating up on this chick or you know, he's going to rape her, you know, there's, it's a hard R. This is not for children. Well, I mean, then this... she can't see it. There you go. There you just, oh, shit. It. You're right. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be purpose. <laughs> I totally forgot. I'm sorry. Laney, I'm sorry. 
Why would you want her to see like that? See, just because your kids watch Human Centipede, you feel like every kid can watch anything Brady. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. Yeah. Wait, don't listen to him, right? Yeah. So I also, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make this quick. I also Segway. watched Segway Solo. Did you watch this by yourself? Uh, no, we watched it as a family. Okay. Even Chris watched it with us. Um. Uh, we were either going to watch this or Ant Man and Robin, Ant Man and Junior Boy, Ant Man and and the Wasp, and the Wasp. That's the Ant Man, Ant Man and the Flea. Okay, there you go. So we were either going to watch this Disney movie or that Disney movie. Hey, oh shit! Either way, right? you're getting your money. Uh, uh, fucking a. So, but is Solo going to get my money? Oh, well, let's find out. So now, Tony, you saw this. Did you enjoy it? I don't remember if you. I think you liked it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So um, I don't need to go into the details. Um, I think uh, this Does one didn't make do... you more money out of a Star Wars franchise, right? Yeah. We already so, got characters we know. We got yeah. Han, we got Chewie. So it has to, it's the origin story to right. how Han meets Chewie, yes. how Han meets. How he gets his name. How he gets his name. Come how on. how he mother. meets um uh what's mother his name? of dragons. What do you no Harrison? no um uh, the brother. Why can't I fucking? I knew John Favreau did the voice. I fucking knew it. Donald <laughs> Glover, Lando Cal- Calrissian. Oh gotcha. Um, so, you know so. Oh, you meant the oh when you said brother, I was like what? The brother. Like Princess Leia's brother, like. Oh, no, no, no. No, there's none of that shit in this movie. Childish Gambino. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you got... You're Amelia. a big Star Wars fan, so you were waiting to watch this, right? So, exactly. And so, and I am I am full-on Star Wars fatigue, right? Um, it's like superhero fatigue, right? You know what I mean? Like, I can't bring myself to see the last Star Wars story again. I saw it, I think, in the theater. No, I didn't see it. Did I see it in the theater? I can't remember, but I only seen it once. Like I can't bring myself, even though I want to watch the, the, the battle scene at the end, like on the Island and shit. And I want to see that again. And I want to see the, the, the one scene with Darth Vader in the hallway. Like that was kick ass. Like I want to see some scenes again, but I don't want to watch the whole fucking movie. Uh, so I was a little, I was a little hesitant to sit down and put down the two hours and 15 minutes in the solo. And immediately it hits you with that um, sort of feels very simple. Like there's not a lot of plot going on. There's not a lot of story. It's a very simple, this is how we're going to meet Han Solo. And we're going to meet his, um, we're going to learn why he doesn't trust or why he can't, you know, he can't be, held down by one woman and, and blah, blah, blah. And, and we're going to find out how he meets Chewy and, and all the jokes about ripping people's arms out. And, and, uh, uh, you know, the Woody Harrelson characters just fill the blank. Like it's written. So like the writing of the movie is very lazy. It's literally just an excuse to make a movie to introduce some characters and and it's throughout the movie, it's literally just a little bit of dialogue to get you to the next action scene. 
a little bit of backstory so you um so you now know where where they met kind of thing but you know what i had a fucking blast watching it <laughs> man who would have because because it was like the action scenes are done really really well all the special effects are great the, it's the like score, a crime movie you're following, these, you're following these thieves, right? It's oh, like a yeah, it's a, it's a it's a heist movie as well. Yeah, heist movie. That's yeah, it it's yeah, it's awesome. a heist in movie. space. And, the train scene, the space train scene, the badass. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fucking fun. Like, um, talk about it like you had fun. I did, I did. I okay. just wanted you to think I hated it first. Oh wow, um, there we go. Um, I I had no problem with Alden Ehrenreich, however fucking pronounce his name. I, I'm sure I'm butchering it. He he was great. Like he was charismatic. He had a pinch of Harrison Ford's, like not accent, but almost affleck. Like I was really impressed with his performance. Um, you know, Chewie's Chewie. Woody Harrelson is Chewy, Chewy, Chewy's more nimble, limbo, like he's ever been in his life. Well, he's only 190 he's years. Tossing old. fools, he's tossing fools. He's running. He's yeah, he's way quicker. I got that, I, that I, young I, like. Old basketball athlete kid. Yeah, Boy, I, uh, you know, Whitty Harrison, and then Thandie Newton, and then uh, Paul Bettany's character, John Favreau's character, the little plot twist with the pirates, like that was all boring. Um, you know, the plot was just boring. I mean, fucking Willow's in the movie. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, so every time they start talking, I'm like, I start to tune out because it's kind of boring. Um, you even like have that scene with the fucking robot that Lando Calrissian is like in love with kind of, but not really. It's just a weird, that's a weird, uh, thing. Um, Paul Bettany's like out of nowhere playing the bad guy. I, thought, Man, I mean, you know, whatever. Um, but it was just so much fun visually. Uh, and the action was done very well. You know, I'm sure. Maybe the talents of Ron Howard getting some some you know some good maybe cinematographer or something like that. The music worked, um, but God damn, did Donald Glover crush it when he is on screen? He's eating up scenery. I mean, he's like he's like Pacino in Heat. He is so good playing Lando, and I think part of it is. In the in the 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 original trilogy, we don't get a lot of him. Like his character is a fourth or fifth, you know, lead in the movie. He doesn't get a lot of ton of dialogues. He gets more in this movie, more backstory, more more dialogue, and for good reason. That is one charming ass actor. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing him be the leading man. In, in in a film because his he was very compelling um i would say his was sort of the most uh, entertaining i mean obviously some of it's the material um that's written for him but um i thought he knocked playing lando out the park and the banter that he and uh, han solo had so um i can see why the die harders diehards die star the star wars fanatics were disappointed because it doesn't add anything to 
the Star Wars, um, what is it? Uh, all the stories combined, um, the canon. It doesn't do anything for the Star Wars canon. It literally throws you enough, again, backstory to sort of introduce characters, you know, um, but it's, it's, it's very aimed at 13, 15, 16 year olds, like young, young. There's, there's, and then the little lazy plot twist it felt lazy written. And for a lot of the people that want an intricate backstory, you know, um, it was, it, it disappointed. So I can see why it, why so many people were like, fuck this, you know, and Disney's now got a problem on their hands. They've canceled all their other solo projects or not Han Solo, but their Star Wars story projects. And, um, um, so it'd be interesting to see where, where they go with the Star Wars franchise. Um, because, but it was a fun movie. Like I said, I had a blast. I mean, I would watch this again, you know? Um, I would probably say I enjoyed this one more than The Last Jedi. Um, this is, I would say this is my favorite to watch out of the four. Is there four? Is there been, yeah, four Star Wars movies since, since Disney took over. So yeah. I mean, I had a great time. And even Chris, she was like, yeah, I had fun with it. She was not excited to watch it. Um, And she ended up having a good time. The kids liked it. They had a good time. Um, The kids like the Star Wars movies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just seem like like, they like everything. Yeah. They're they're young enough. Yeah. I was going to say, has there been a family movie you guys watched where just like, yeah, I'm not feeling this? Um. They just tune out. They walk oh out. yeah, there is, there is absolutely. And I, I even talked to something recently. It was a big, it's kind of blockbuster, and the kids Mazzy was tuning out. And I thought that's a bad sign when the fucking <laughs> it's an action sci-fi flick and the ten-year-olds tuning out. So yeah, um, yeah, there are, but they're they're done. Movies like this, there's so much money at stake. They have to play them safe. Um, you know, they don't want to offend. Right, right. And so, you know, the truth is they don't care if they offend some Star Wars nut cases. They're, the bottom line is they need to make money. And right. and so if they can fucking piece together a trailer and sell the, you know, the Millennium Falcon and, and how that whole backstory of how I made the Tesseract or fucking Tesseract, of that wrong franchise, right? Um <laughs> You so, shit twisted up, son. The twelve, the twelve parsecs, or whatever the fuck, like you know the oh the twelve parsecs, kids, yeah, the, the, yeah. the castle run, whatever. Yeah, 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 the castle run. Thank you, thank you. It's like okay, what do you fucking do? Yeah, no, it's all it's, it's, they don't fucking give a shit. Right. So gotcha. Um, but absolutely, it's a high dollar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Shit, you put Tony to sleep. Sorry, <laughs> he had to wake up to find the button. Actually, I had it on mute. No, oh, hey, I'll see because he was snoring. <laughs> hey man, we got it. We we can't even fucking go any further. I feel so fucking wrong by doing this, but we didn't even talk about Will Smith's Instagram video. Where he's chilling in Venice Beach, and he's yelling at the at his phone. He pans over to the left, and who's standing next to him? But m- fucking Marcus Burnett himself, Martin Lawrence, mm-hmm. and they yell out, "It's official!" Which I hadn't seen anyone uh... on Twitter. They said it was official, so. I'm hoping it's official. Are you saying you didn't read anything? You didn't see anything anywhere? 
Uh, well, I saw the same thing. You know right. that it's it's official, but they haven't they started you didn't shooting. Out when you saw that video? Sure, I didn't actually see the video. I just saw the picture. Oh, you didn't even see the video. You no, son of a bitch! I, I didn't get a chance to see it. Um, you'd have 15 seconds of your life. You can watch that video. I I didn't know it was a video. Oh, to be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead on the messenger. Find it. Look back. Click on well, it. <laughs> the director. It's not Joe uh, Carnahan anymore, is it? Somebody else? No, it's a duel. It's interesting too because it won't it's like from Michael like, Bay. It won't have the same look. So I want. I'm curious about that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little it, more excited for Bill that reason. We don't get the stupid Michael Bay jokes. Well, no. and that's the thing. And even Bad Boys Two started getting that. They got a with lot. The, more you know, motherfucking need. Jesus and all the, the yeah, just all the, some side characters. characters and just the weird yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Rat they, fucking and all that weird yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would like a little more serious, you know. I mean, because they're gonna bring the comedy, they'll bring the jokes, like Martin. Oh yeah, well, they'll bring the jokes. So yeah, we just have the stupid zany characters. Let's just keep away from the Michael Bayisms. Let's give us a hardcore action, you know, like a fucking cool buddy cop. What we've loved, you know, from the series. And then all the get off your ass and watch a fucking bad boys movie already. All right. You fucking love Rush Hour, but you don't like Bad Boys? What the fuck is that about, huh? Get your ass off that horse. Stop playing Red Dead for a second. Get your ass to Mars. Yeah, get your ass to Miami. You know, Dade County, you know what I'm saying? Chill with Mike and Marcus. Find JoJo. All right. Work tires now. Watch some Bad Boys. Watch, come on. I don't know. It's it's like, how how do you not like Bad Boys, man? Come on. I don't get it. It's interesting. They're the director duo. What they they do, what actually, they've done. they've done like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this is this. That's that's good. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. You have to look up their IMDb. Yeah. Is, Jay, is Jay Bruckheimer yeah. producing it? I have no idea. They have already been announced to direct Beverly Hills Cop Four. See, they know. Then they see. They must find. They must know something about these guys. Then. So they're like these they two trust guys. Bad Boys Three and Beverly Hills Cop. Buddy, the greatest. Some of the greatest buddy cop films of all time. So, yeah. um, yeah, fuck it. I mean, yeah, I'll watch it when it comes out. I mean, of course, it's fuck Bad it. Boys. We got yeah. to. Yeah. Um, it's in the name, son. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm. So. You know, I've, whether it's going to be good or not, who the fuck knows? I'm sure it'll be an action extravaganza. That's all okay. So, which, and, you know. The fact that we get one is, is pretty damn awesome. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I'm looking forward to it. That's, that's something you can watch the whole family. Oh, yeah. I'll take everybody <laughs> to it. That should be a family event. That'd be a badass. I, I, feel, like, I feel like all of our families should get together. Yeah, and watch seriously. It. No kidding. Screen it in your your projection room there. No, I'll go out to the theater. Okay. Then we should fly a Reed from New Zealand to come down and watch it with us. Yeah, I would say Ark could come down, but I don't think him and I don't think we could get get along. Yeah, I don't think we could get both of those. It's like in the same room together. It's like William Marcus and the and the other cops. (laughs) There's always fighting all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, they're always bantering each other. Speaking of which, Tony, or do we have entire entire recordings today, or did you edit anything out? <laughs> I'm still working on that. That's why I had it on mute. He's a little like changing I'm still, art voice, I'm still like editing. super high pitch voice, and like mm-hmm. 
that uh cut the cut the beginning and end. That's funny. I'm surprised he has, he doesn't cut off all the parts where he makes fun of MCP. As far as that's all, all that shit's not beeped up, bleeped out. Yeah, you should cut out all that. Him <laughs> it's too much shit. You would hear it'd be all right saying, "Hey, what's up, guys?" Art beep 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 <laughs> MCP beep beep. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> we got to hear all that, man. We got to get all that. Well, Harley, do you want to talk some more with some box office? Or do you want to want to move on? I'll say this: it's interesting. I didn't even know the whole. Um... Bohemian Rhapsody came out. I think yeah. I might have seen a trailer to it. You know, Brian Singer directed it, but now it looks like maybe he got fired during the shooting of it. Uh, dude, it opened at $50 million. Dude, that's like Michael Bay money. That like, good? that's a lot of money. $50 million. For the whole weekend or just the first day? Uh, no, just the weekend. I mean, that's the weekend. That's only two fucking days. I mean, that's. That's huge fucking money. I mean, even the Nutcracker and the Four Realms made $20 million. Although Morgan Freeman's in it, so it can't be that bad. Right? Um, and how we make 80 first weekend? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's up to 150. No, I'm not. I, I, I'm not discounting. Uh, all the other movies that have made no, no, I'm just no, you're just saying fifty is all. It's like really well. It's like it's like it's still it's, that's still good then for opening weekend. Oh, that's oh, that's huge, fifty million dollars. Remember we used to talk years ago? Like it felt like low to mid twenties for a non tentpole film was like a good opening weekend. Yeah. Depending, yeah. I mean, look look at the budget. It's a fifty two million dollar budget. It made its money back domestically in two days. A Star is Born domestically has made $165 million on a $36 million budget. I mean, Hollywood's still making money hand over hand. Halloween, even better, $150 million on a $10 million budget. Mm-hmm. Venom, box office disappointment at 198.6. Again, these are just domestic numbers on a $100 million budget. So it doubled its budget and everybody's talking shit about that movie like it was a total flop so um i mean i don't see anything in here that woefully disappointed you know mm-hmm. financial wise so hollywood hollywood's gonna keep on doing what they do um does anybody have any interest in seeing bohemian rhapsody i do so i went to go look on my movie pass see if i could check that shit out Nope. Oh. <laughs> it said every screening. I said there was no screenings available at this time. Dang. Oh, interesting. That was like at 5 o'clock. I'm like, you're telling me there's no 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock showings of anything? Nope. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. yeah but I, do, I would check it out. I do. Want to I, think, I think there's something going on with... Uh... With your with your movie pass, oh, goddamn right there is. It says there are no available screenings in your location today. I'm like, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something's very something's rotten in Denmark, yo. <laughs> Can't be having it. Yeah. So, well, there you go. Congratulations, Bohemian Rhapsody. They Reed checked it out. He liked it, right? Oh, right on. He messaged on the messenger. He want to go check it out. 
but everybody was like, oh, it's a musical. It's like, well, of course you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that Reed was our resident musical. Yeah. He loves musicals. I, 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 I know I didn't, I didn't ever acknowledge his... Um, yeah, that was uh, fucked up, dude. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Um, uh, the Hamilton. Uh, of course I'm familiar with Hamilton. I've yet to see it. It's right on my wheelhouse. I'm a historian or history major um, and uh, what used to be a hip-hop connoisseur. Um, yeah, I'd, lo- I'd, love to, I'd love to see Hamilton. Uh, I don't have a reason for not, other than just not being the big, um, um, you know, again, the, the musical thing. But, um, yeah, I think I could sit down and watch it for sure. Just need to make the time. I told you a long time ago not to ever fuck with me. I used to think that Tony was also kind of a willingness to watch a musical, but then after he gave, excuse me, fucking eleven o'clock, put yourself to sleep. God damn! I thought Tony was would like stop uh, talking. A Jesus Christ superstar, and he was like, "Fuck it." So yeah, now he hates musicals. (laughs) <laughs> that movie ruined him. It did. He said, "Hey, I don't like Moulin Rouge, right?" Mm. Yeah, is there any other musicals you like, Tony? Other than what? Moulin Rouge. Yeah. You like to lighten us, or are you just gonna go? Yeah. No, I'm just gonna answer your question. Yes. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> Cheers. Yes, I do. Next. No, I like the Chicago. Um, I, I it doesn't that. matter what you like, Jabroni. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I mean, oh. just because I liked some musicals doesn't mean I like all of them. No matter what you put in front of me, I can still be discerning and. Have some what was the What was the recent one with Wolverine with Hugh Jackman in it? Uh, all the Greatest Showmen. No, well that one too. Didn't but he do he was, Rent? Uh, Les Misérables or Les. Miserables? Les, Les Miz, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Uh, oh, yeah, see, you do like all the musicals then. Yeah. Just not Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> I like good musicals. Oh. Right. Snap, son. That one was good, by the way. What's up, Harley? You gonna take that? I did. <laughs> Subjective opinion, whatever. <laughs> I happen, I happen to enjoy it. Yeah, you the only did one. You, did you see if Reed liked it? Uh, I don't remember if he. Pretty sure. Oh he yeah, said he, he commented not... on it. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you don't fucking read anything, so. I don't know. Neither does Tony. Hey, how's, then what does he know? Then. Well, he brought <laughs> it up. He read it. <laughs> Dude, trying to backtrack, motherfucker. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, look at that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Look at this backtracking motherfucker. Yeah, read. <laughs> this motherfucker didn't read anything you say to him, so don't even bother writing to him in Messenger. Just put fucking pictures of chickens. Maybe then he'll fucking react. Of course, now my dumbass, I'm the one posting pictures of chickens. Yeah, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You can't do that. It doesn't work that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, we make fun of you. Okay, gotcha. I think you just turned them. That's all. He's like, oh, maybe, geez. maybe. So yeah, Harley, what do you think about what Reed said to you on Messenger? He asked you a question about 
Well, you have to. Did you read it? Uh, I might have missed it. Yeah, maybe. And then all that asked you something too about video game something. So maybe you can get back to us on that before the episode ends. Really appreciate that. No, I'm. I'm. My attention is 100 percent on recording the podcast. I'm not going to go back into the messages and try to read. Well, they wanted on. you to answer on this episode, so you want to ask? Tell me the question, and I'll answer. No, you need to read it because they were asking you. They didn't ask me. They asked you. <sighs> go ahead, go back there, read that shit. I'm going to review some movies. I don't have the time. Open up. We've even got the time. How far is it back? Start scrolling. <sighs> we'll let you know. If you, don't when you see hear. a question mark, that's when you stop. All right. When you Just see, don't get distracted all those chicken images. <laughs> I right. can't do this. All right, go yeah, ahead. That makes Review no the sense. movie. It's right. my time now. Fuck that shit. Yeah, uh, tell him, Tony. We don't need Harley to talk. He can go off by himself and start scrolling. What'd you pick Harley? MCP? What'd you pick, Tony? Review. Are we reviewing movies now? Fuck um, yeah, we are. Oh, what is the Harley Hour? I uh, I assigned Bug. <laughs> I like the name. Uh, it was it seemed odd, you know. The the synopsis is an unhinged war veteran holds up with a lonely woman in a spooky Oklahoma motel room. The line between reality and delusion is blurred as they discover a bug infestation. It's like cool bugs. I'm down. And then you don't see a single damn. Got the whole movie. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, true. That is kind of a spoiler alert. But <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, it caught me off guard. And you know, I had had a uh, Ashley Judd. Haven't seen her in a while. Michael Shannon. He's a he's he's kind of a favorite on the podcast. He's in Bad Boys too. So. So yeah. So it had potential. Um. But you were really looking for bugs, huh? Man, I, I was. I, <laughs> I didn't. I, I went into this just from that, just from the You're synopsis. Right. I didn't watch a trailer for it or anything. So, um, so yeah, I was looking for bugs, and um, I kind of forgot the whole idea between delusion and reality. Um, and both these char- characters got some problems. Um, got Ashley Judd uh, meets Michael Shannon's character pretty quickly in the movie. Um, pretty early in the movie, and uh, and they both got got some issues. Um, you'd say that, yeah, yeah. Um, but it seems like they get along, and then he reveals himself after after he gains her trust for a bit. He reveals himself to be a little bit, you know, kookier than he, than than we. Then he already is, you know. Um, say, yeah, cookier than a uh, regular Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was kind of channeling his performance in uh, "Take Shelter." Oh, I still haven't seen that one. We just watched it on the podcast not long ago. Yeah, you guys watched it without me. Uh, I could have swore that we rewatched it. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Um, he he channels the same thing like wait. like crazy. Oh but, wait, you're right. We we watched it. Yeah, we watched it. Okay, and but in this one or that one, you're not a hundred percent sure if he's crazy or if if right. everybody kind of just thinks he's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that ending, um, 
was also different than this ending. Sure. Um, but uh, he does that. He plays that role very well. Mm. Uh, I thought his performance was incredible. Yeah, he's got that talented. mentally disturbed something. Yeah. Something. He's got that down. Yeah. For sure. Uh, but yeah, we just watched this. These two kind of they had they had chemistry in their own kooky way, in their own fucked up way. But um, it does it does. Yeah, really you're gonna have these two home. characters in a secluded room together. You're gonna hope they work, right? Well, yeah. that's the thing: is the entire movie takes place in this one hotel room. It's a very small, small film. There's no scale to it whatsoever, mm-hmm. uh, which could hurt. Right. Uh, Depending on how they, uh, you know, how yeah. well acted, how well you know, well these two guys, their, their, their performances are, is it believable or, or are the movie entertaining enough? Like you said, it's in one location, you know. Um, I don't know. Tony's got a magnifying lens, watching the movie, looking for a bug throughout the screen or something. <laughs> <laughs> for Seriously, me, it man, felt like as the movie was going on, I was like, "Ooh, this is going to be like a like a Twilight Zone episode where." You know, the entire movie makes you think that this character is just crazy. And at the very end, you're going to find out it, he wasn't crazy. There is a supernatural element or there, you know, they are out to get you. Um, so it's tough. You don't want to spoil it. Right. Uh, It's hard to talk about it. Yeah. You know, you could basically say that, that, Shannon's character plays like a traditional, um, you know, psychotic who who has conspiracy theories, who believes sort of, you know, the, bag, the boogeyman's out to get him and that he's got bugs under his skin. But then it also, like, halfway through it sort of pre- pre- plays out like the two are junkies, you know? It's like that like that movie character junkie where he's got like, you know, they're always scratching and, you know, they got sores and stuff and oh, they don't yeah. leave. Out. And so it, it felt a little junky too. Um, and so, um, you know, I almost wonder if, if, um, you know, you would almost play the characters the same. Um, I was incredibly impressed by the performances by everybody, Harry Connick Jr. was was a. Hey, you got a double feature, of Harry Connick. Dude, he was a douchebag in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, very compelling. Uh, the blonde, the girlfriend. There's the, the last time we see her. Mm-hmm. She, her performance is compelling, considering she's basically just supposed to be a dumb blonde. Um, you know, um, everybody. Obviously, the there's one scene at the end when Shannon is on a monologue and he's rambling off all the conspiracy, it's mm-hmm. one fucking take. It's Academy Award. Pretty impressive. It is so, like, I don't know if he's able to ramble off dialogue, if he had it memorized. <laughs> he's talking so fast and he's plotting and scheming. He's, then then the, then then the blood of millions and this and that, that. And I'm like, my my jaw was dropping because I realized he was literally just screaming this dialogue for like three or four minutes straight. And there was no cut. 
and he's literally like in her face just screaming and screaming and i'm like this is some of the greatest acting ever of a movie that's not very good (laughs) 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 um it it literally is just this this acting set piece for these for these two actors um uh, because the rest of it's just so hard to watch because it takes place in there. Um, it, it, it's tough to watch um, in a lot of aspects. It wasn't, it wasn't fun. Did anybody have fun watching the movie? It, it you know, it's like on the, it was on the verge of, I, I could enjoy this, but the movie doesn't give me enough to enjoy it. It's like I wanted to, I was like, whoa, that, that's a cool concept. The idea, the whole reality and delusion thing and the whole, the conspiracy, his conspiracy theories versus what's actually happening. And not enough was given to us to, to really be able to chew on that. Um, yeah. And so it's like, ah, I kept wanting to, like, it was really close to like, yeah, let me, this, let me follow this line and, 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 I can, I can, you know, get something out of the movie, be able to say, okay, this is what's going on in his head. Like, and it's really hard to talk about it without spoiling it. Um, I struggled with empathy with the characters. Mm. Um, I think be- largely because of their own personal issues, you know, they're, they're, they're using cocaine. She's drinking at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, you know, Michael Shannon's character is supposed to be the most sympathetic, um, but you know, and then obviously when you meet the doctor, Doctor Sweet, yeah. <laughs> then the movie just really comes off the rails. And and I applaud William Fried Reed Friedkin. You know, we talked about him before. We just reviewed um, the French Connection. Um, you know, we, we've we we like Killer Joe. We obviously are familiar with The Exorcist, and we love The Exorcist. It's one of the scariest movies of all time. Um, but there's not a lot about the characters to like it true the movie just it's one of those movies that tries to make you feel uncomfortable you know what i mean um and it did a good job that's one of the reasons why well see i didn't feel terribly uncomfortable Mm -hmm. i felt kind of like what you were saying where i i struggled with empathy i didn't really feel Maybe it was the chemistry between Michael Shannon and, and Ashley Judd. While their performances individually were very good, I didn't. Maybe I wasn't compelled that they were sort of, you know, head over heels in love with them, you know, within 24 hours. Um, so I don't know. There's, it's weird. Like I had to chew on it. We finished it like an hour ago. We finished it, watched it from beginning to end uh, tonight. And, you know, we what well, we actually watched on the projector and we had the sound up super loud. So the scenes were like the helicopters coming. It's like shaking the house and the subwoofer. <laughs> yeah. So it, you, we got the full effect. Um, and and I struggled because I didn't enjoy watching the movie. There were so many times where me and Chris looked at each other like, really, really? But at the same time, the performances were so good. Um like Michael, you had the you had the mystery throughout, though, right? You weren't sure if he was telling the truth or not, right? 
Well, and there's, you know, there's the kind of thing that's, it's interesting. And then I don't know if you guys actually, I'm sure you didn't. There's actually a scene in did. the credits. Did you see that, Tony? Yes, and it, it didn't help. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't uh, help at all. No. And so yeah. I, I think it's one of those things where it's like up to your interpretation. Yeah, fuck that. I'm paying, I'm paying, yeah. I'm paying you to give me a story. Don't, don't. I'm right there. And I'm I'm pretty convinced that it, it it was what it was on face value that that these characters are just broken souls. You know what I mean? Um, no. And so I, I don't know. What do you mean? Well, what we saw, or like, what do you mean by face value? Because there's. A difference between what we saw on screen and versus what was actually happening, and that's so, that's my biggest complaint to the movie is that not enough of the movie didn't give us enough clue on what was actually happening because it's very possible that what we were seeing on screen wasn't wasn't what was actually what wasn't what wasn't reality. In fact, there were several scenes um, where what we saw wasn't really what happened, but they never show us what really happened in the room. Okay. So they we need to talk about what, this because huh? I'm curious. And that, that's, and that was like, the, that's the biggest part for me. It's like, cause I like the psychology, the psychological aspect of it. Um, like the, the psychosis of the, the, of, yeah. um, the schizophrenia, um, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so that, that was interesting. Um, and Lainey and I, you know, she's, she, She's bad, you know, masters in psychology and shit, so she likes talking about it. But you're schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to watch my words, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it, like I said, it didn't give us enough. And so, even though we 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 could talk about it, we had to kind of fill in too many gaps for us to be able to have a decent conversation about it. So it was just like, ah, fuck it. It's not worth our time to. Let's say, well, if the movie meant this, then blah blah blah. Ah, oh, fuck it, it's too much. Um, I think Wikipedia has reality in quotations at the end. I'm I'm so confused. On Wikipedia, like all on the, the like on the plot device on the Wikipedia uh, on the Wikipedia of it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, I mean, anybody's listening here. We're we're dangerous, dangerous. Um. I know. Spoiler, spoiler uh, boundaries. Let me ask you this, Tony. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. Do you think the doctor was for real or do you think that was an imagination? I, I think it was imaginary. Because I, I, that's that's kind of where I'm leaning I thought the same thing because the doctor brings up the name of the son. And I thought, how the fuck is the son? How the fuck is he going to know the name of the son? That's, that's obviously she's imagining that. So she's, so she's, she, she buys into it. Oh, Harry Connick Jr.'s character is the father and he brings Michael, he brings the doctor there. So he could have easily brought up that she has a son named Elliot or whatever the fuck the kid's name was. So that would explain that. 
Um, other than that, I don't remember there being any scenes where there were major like holes in in plausibility. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like it could have all happened. I didn't see any reason. Uh, the, it not the, the helicopter scenes did not happen. The helicopters Agreed. were delusions. Yes. Yes. I, and, yes. And they I, were confirmed on screen that they were delusions. So. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Yeah. I agree. But all the tinfoil, um, the killing of the doctor. I mean, they even show. Yeah. We're full on spoiler. Yeah. So. Um, Spoiler alert up. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Um, The doctor even pulls out the needle to show that he's going to try to to, um, put Shannon's character to sleep or subdue, not subdue. What's the right word I'm looking for? Um, uh, You know, tranquilize. Yeah, tranquilize him, basically. Why else would you show that on screen? If it it's not Michael Shannon in imagining it, you know what I mean. Um, so I I think all that happens. I agree. The helicopter, you that, know, the panic, that's all. But, definitely but you don't reality. know. You just you just don't. You don't know how much is there, how much is real, how much is fake. I mean, I do like 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 the, the movie shows any anytime they catch a bug or the or like he showed a vial it's like look look at the bug in here and you can see that the fucking thing is empty yeah there's nothing there you know oh, like yeah it, it, it's it, so that's oh, kind of cool she, that the movie she goes does that the dermatologist and they're like there's nothing wrong with you the girlfriend she right. never sees the bug you know she's only convinced that she sees the bug so no there's no bugs he's literally just a loon um and he's a very compelling loon. <laughs> um, but the movie's so small, so, dare I say, intimate. Um, you really got to sort of fall for that that plot device of them never leaving the apartment, never leaving the hotel room, which was made it for a hard watch. Um, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind that at all. I mean, I yeah. actually I didn't even notice until you guys brought it up that oh, it's only oh. one 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 room. Interesting. So well, I, it's based I, off a of play, apparently. So it's like got that setting. Ah, uh, that saw, makes sense. Well, that would make sense. That would yeah. be it'd be an easy plot. So it was based watch. on a play by Tracy, who adapted to play for screen. The structure of the film stays true to the stage version, as it is most yeah. Yeah, takes place entirely in a motel room. Yeah, we haven't heard from you, Fonzo. Yeah, much. yeah, I right. remember seeing this a while back, just because. William Freakin's name was on it. I remember the same thing. It's just bug on the title, so I felt the same way as Tony did at first when I watched it. So when it's time to rewatch it again, I'm like, all right, cool, let's give it a watch because I didn't really remember it as much. I mean, there were some things, some scenes that stuck with me that are that were very like, you know, I mean, just the film, just especially when everything gets a certain color, you got the foil everywhere and the, the traps, you know, it, it gets really zany out there. Um, but yeah, like again, everything you've guys said before, the performances when we're watching it again. Then I start thinking like, yeah, I don't I remember if I had that same feeling if this really happened or if not. Shannon's pretty damn uh, convincing, you know. He's got a that little what's the little scope where he was screaming at him, trying to have them look at it, right? Like what oh. they could have been in Ashley, right? They're having him look at it. He's yeah. just so convincing. He's just so loony. He's out there where, um, you know, he kind of 
you know, buy into him. Right? I mean, he, he's even got the damn uh, uh, the the sticky stuff on the ceiling fan. If you notice in the from the bedroom of the fans, he's got it everywhere. You know, I ain't had a fly catcher. Yeah, <laughs> got bug spray everywhere. I mean, the house must felt felt disgusting too, right? Um, oh, yeah. But no, it's it's just it's an interesting thing. Like we're you know, we're in it for the ride, but kind of like where Tony says at the end, where it's like, no, you you you're giving us the story. Let us know the ending. Don't you know? Just don't like. Oh, you guys could figure it out. It's like, nah, it's it's kind of a cop. You're being lazy. Tell us, right? And but the signs throughout the movie, I'm thinking, I, I, I was convinced, you know, because I mean, you know, where I actually just poke like. You know, point at her elbow. Look, 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 look! I got something, right? And it's look in the bathroom, and he's trying to he's trying to poke it, poke it out, or whatever, trying to see. It. And and then it's like it's just really convincing these two. Like they they did such a good job. I I thought you know I I was believing them. You know, even though like you said, we don't see anything. You know, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I mean, like I said, I my most curious. I wanted to see it just because freaking directed it. Um, and and for the most part, you know, for the the little location that he had and and like i said the performances dies and lives with the movie so and i thought they did a good job so i mean i was i was pretty much entertained throughout it's just some of those movies where it's just like you said harley it's like it has that junky feel it's that skeevy right you're so dirty mm-hmm. or so you, you can almost smell or you know feel how the the, the the movie is just by you know looking mm-hmm. at it in that one setting um but yeah no i i um as far as at the time, I remember when Shannon first came out, he was kind of just always like that bumbling character. You know, I always play like that hit character, you know, kind of like in Bad Boys 2. But mm-hmm. he, we started coming out like in The Shape of Water. He was tremendous. And we started, oh, yeah. So like Man of Steel. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking very talented actor. So oh, he he's told his yeah. own, you know. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't, you know, I didn't have too much problems with it. So. so I don't know if we wanted to go to spoiler or not, but. Well, you yeah, but, but. <laughs> spoiled the shit out of this movie already. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, yeah I, you know, I, I feel like we're I'm being sort of overly critical because what the director wanted to do, I think he absolutely succeeded. I think, I mean, like I said, my only kind of thing, I didn't have a ton of like empathy for the characters, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I don't know that you were necessarily supposed to have a ton of empathy for the characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, she's a borderline junkie. You know, I love the scene where the doctor. So that oh, Tony, what did you think when the doctor hit the crack pipe? What do you mean? I, I, I guess nothing. Like, like, what was the plot point of that? That he put it back in the exact same orientation that, that it was picked up, so he's not real. You That's think the only thing I thought. I think maybe like the, there's there's a, a there's a shot of him there's a shot of the pipe when he went to pick it up, and there was the exact shot of the pipe when he when he went to put it back, and it kind of looked like it was exactly the same way he left it the exact same way as when he picked it up, almost implying as if he didn't exist. There was nobody the there X, to pick it up. The X is, um, um, he's real, and he interacts with the doctor. The doctor tells him, "Hey, give me a minute." He's not real the first time he's in there. He was imagined right. that first time. 
It's so, possible. That's my point. That's that's my biggest problem with the movie. It's like I want to like it, and it could be. It, 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 mm. I feel like it's going to take way too much of my time to try and tie up loose ends that the movie should have done for me. Yeah. And so I'm like, ah, that is a waste of my time. Oh. That would be a waste of time. Mm. And I'm I'm going to go I I think I'm with Fonzo here. I'm I'm going to give it a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Fonzo said you said dollar? I he has I haven't said it yet, but Harley he spoiled it for me, so yes. Right. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. All right. I got a lot of bleeping to do, but there we go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. What, what did we it say? It was kind of hard to. I mean, it was really hard. Yeah. It's it's 2006. Yeah, it's pretty old, so. Yeah. yeah. We said, what, five years or yeah, under a six? Years. It's a 6.1, right? It's on the board. It's right on the edge, and it's over five, way over five years. So yeah. it's okay if we We're spoil good. it. Yeah. If you, you throw a warning in the beginning, if you fancy yourself a Michael Shannon fan, you need to watch this movie. Absolutely. True, true. It is a fantastic performance for sure. Fantastic, both of them. Ashley Judge, she oh, does. Yeah, she, I mean when he, when he lifts up his shirt, and he's all you know cut up, oh, and she's getting all jacked up. You're just like, oh man, you know. No, they, it, yeah, I mean the, her her I am the mother bug. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Fuck man. I got. I've, I'm pretty sure I got like chills when I, when they were going through that scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah. But just just wasn't enough. Yeah, as a movie as a whole, it's it's not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's good enough for your dollar. So. It's a dollar. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh yeah. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Those are buddy Art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. You want points total before we start? Absolutely. All right, so uh, Angelina, 22, Reed, 20, Donaldo, and Art, 18. Mm, All right. And if if, Art, if uh, Tony has anything to do with it, Art's going backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't letting let, let that dude on our Reed. podcast. Fuck that shit. Come on. play no don't download hi guys it's angie i um, hope you guys had a great week i'm calling my picks um for the homework bug i'm gonna say Fonzo's gonna give it a dollar mcp's uh, gonna give it a dollar and harley's gonna give it a waste of time um, tough you got all that yeah one point no accent damn not padding her lead. Damn. Mm, mm, mm. All right. So too, but, too, too, too confident, are you saying, Harley? Yeah. <laughs> Played it safe? Oh, wait. Wait, I'm sorry. I think I fucked up this total. 
Oh, shit. she had she had twenty two. Reed has twenty four. Donaldo and Art had eighteen. So she is in second. Reed is Reed is in the lead with twenty four. Gotcha. Sorry about that. My my apologies, everybody. Hope I didn't get your hopes up. Damn. But it's still close. Well, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is what drop. <laughs> Perfect timing, perfect draw. It was perfect. All right, next one. Oh, jeez, I got my headset on. Yeah, I don't know what was happening there. Put the the phone to my ear, and I was just like, I can't hear anything. Ah, oh, of course, it's attached to my headset. Right. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, read here. Um. Bug, I haven't seen this film. Uh, when you started talking about it last week, that this was what it was going to be, I thought you were going to say Along Came a Spider or some other Ashley Judd film. Um, <laughs> Which the is only true, yeah. time I see Ashley Judd these days is when she's, uh, she's I think she's the wife of Will Power, uh, Andy Car Racer. Um, so... I watch a, a fair bit of IndyCar racing, and she just happens to be there. Anyway, um, I think Harley will give this a waste of time. I think Tony will give this a waste of time, and I think Bronzo will give it a dollar. Whoa. Two points. Damn. 26. Again, you're guess wrong, Harley. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not a. It's it wouldn't be a stretch. I mean, I I struggle with it. Yeah. I definitely he, had moments. He, he when I was said it, Harley did say twice that it was not a good movie. But <laughs> still, yeah. Touche. Yeah. But he gave it a dollar. It it was enough to motivate us to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like. Word. No, um, it, it, so that shit got fucking no, crazy. No, no, the assignment it forces us to talk about it. <laughs> well, but it was like compelling arguments, you know, like like an entertaining review. So it's worth watching because it led to a decent watch. Yeah, if you get three, oh, more than three sentences that's, out of Tony, that's, that's a win. <laughs> that's so. not oh, how. Yeah. That's not how I enjoy movies. No, no, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, number three. Going on, bad boys. Uh, Bo's. Sorry if I sound like this. I'm exhausted. Long work week. Um, anyways, uh, onto the picks. Uh, bug. Never heard of it. Saw the previews for it. Interesting, but I think all three of you guys are gonna give it a waste of time. Wow. That's like the opposite yeah, of Denaldo. Opposite yeah. Denaldo. Bizarro Denaldo. Nega Denaldo. Oh. oh. <laughs> Nega Scott. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that before. I don't think I've ever heard him say that. That shit is, was weird. I don't think anybody's ever given it waste of times across the boards. Really? I'm pretty sure I'm... some of my picks have gotten waste of times across the board. Yeah, I that's feel... true. No, no, no. I don't think anybody has suggested oh, all three of us gave right. a movie away. Yeah, you're right. 
a certified waste of time? I don't. I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah. Well, we, we did hear it. Yeah, he did get one point. Yeah, it's true. As he got as many points as Angelina did. Oh. All right, Art. Let's see how many points you can lose on this round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the file's corrupt. Uh, Yo, what up, boy. bad boys? This is your homeboy Art. Hopefully, hopefully, MC motherfucking does not screw me over. I'm gonna try to do this quick, fast, <laughs> so you get all my mess. You know, get what I'm saying. So, anyways, MCP picked Bug from 2006. This is a odd choice for MCP, in my opinion. This fucking movie reminded me of my first apartment with all these fucking bugs. Uh, I'm really surprised he picked this. I'm going to say fucking MCP, the cliffhanger, the mountain climber, the you know, the I'm going to say he <laughs> gave it a fucking dollar. I'm going to say my man Harley, he knows what's up with them roaches. You know what I'm saying. I'm going to say he gave a dollar. And, of course, my man Fonzo gave a dollar of making this a certified Donaldo. <laughs> certified Donaldo. Bam. Two points. Two points. And his call went through all the way. I know. I'm surprised. So far. Yeah. Oh. It's a shame he didn't get Tony's point. I know. That would have, that would have padded him. I gave him 20 points, so he's only, well, he's still six points down on Reed. I think he just wanted to say certified Donaldo. Certified so Donaldo. It is fun. Yeah, see? It is fun to say so. Yeah, we're going to, yeah. We got an opposite one, so yeah, fuck. Mm, yeah. Yeah, bug, man. Bugging out, we bugging out. Bugging out, don't you know we're bugging out? Uh, all right. I want to pull this up real quick. 28 days later. 2002, the extra credit that I chose. From 2002, y'all. Damn. Directed by Danny Boyle. Written by Alex, Alex Garland. Four weeks after a mysterious incurable virus spreads throughout the UK, a handful of survivors try to find sanctuary. Killian Murphy, right? Killian? Naomi so, Harris? Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, gosh. Uh, when's the last time you guys watched this? Years. Years? Yeah. I think I've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. I'm- Almost positive, I saw this in the theater, mm-hmm. um, and then I think I've seen it once on you know DVD since. This was the first time I've watched it, sort of from a critical standpoint. Sure, um, and also knowing that I'm kind of zombie fatigued. I mean, for a oh, while. Oh come on! No, no, I I should say this. <laughs> I I have had zombie fatigue in the past. Um, uh, watching this when I did was actually good because it kind of helped reinvigorate my my uh, fear of zombies. Um, especially because they're the are they are they zombies? Well, that's always been the question with this movie. Damn, good point. They're not. They don't eat brains. They just beat the people. No, they're not. They're not living dead. They're still alive. Yeah, they're not reanimated can, corpses. They got they're a rage not reanimated. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Which makes this movie really scary because this shit could happen. Right? <sighs> that scene of Killian Murphy walking through London and it's just empty is crazy. It's a really cool shot. It's like very unique, you know. Um, 
it's funny he gets he he uses that weird like uh uh different camera or sped up camera whenever they do come and attack it, mm-hmm. it makes him more like uh real manicky yeah it's real yeah it's real like yeah it's real shaky but it's also like um more impactful i think i don't know it's just more uh intense when they are attacking they do that screaming and screeching and then they, it has that weird camera you know where like everything seems like it's almost sped up because even when the windows crash i literally had like a jump scare like i haven't jump scared in like a long time i'm sitting there on my couch and i fucking jumped I'm like i don't remember the last time i fucking did that when they you know he's doing the fl- it was such a cool shot too we're in mid flashback and in the flashback he gets out of the flashback and we get these fucking guys burst through the window and i'm like fuck that was effective. That was shit. That shit really worked, man. Um, yeah, I remember seeing this in the theater at, at an early screening because I remember they were handing out stickers. And I remember getting a bunch of them. Where it said the end, end is nigh. What's that? I wonder if me and you saw this together. I saw it in San Diego, and they had like they gave us these stickers that said the end is nigh. Do you remember? Mm, it's been so long, obviously. Yeah. I think there was a Q and A with the girl actress too. I can't remember. Or maybe wow, she was at Comic Con, but that wouldn't have happened for yeah. me. <laughs> no, but I always remember like just like not only like you how you were rejuvenated with like you know watching zombie movies, it kind of re re um lit a fire in, in the zombie um movies again. They started I think there was more coming out after that or before that. But again, th- this wasn't you know when people were calling oh it's a zombie movie and so people were like it's not a zombie movie you know. So I think we can I think there was an interview with Danny Boyle. We should probably look it up. But I think he even. I said it, but if, like Tony said, they're not reanimated corpses. They're they're still human, you know, and uh, right. they just have this infection that just makes them go fucking crazy, and it's scary. Um, fucking crazy! It, 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 it does, man. Uh, but no, this is very effective. I mean, the, the jump scares work. It's super creepy. It could it could definitely like happen, you know. Um, the way it's shot, I think I just think it. Uh, Danny Boyle was like one of his finer movies, you know. And they made a sequel. So, what do you guys think? We'll let Tony, Tony go before I talk. Um. Yeah, I got reinvigorated. It was good. It, it was it was one of those. I, I was feeling the same thing the the zombie fatigue, and more like just the, the zombie genre fatigue like in general, because it's like yeah, you got these things chasing you. That okay, <laughs> you know, it's like how many different ways can you cut that up? Um, but this is effective. Um, Very Last of Us shots too. I thought of you know. I think Last of Us might have been influenced by this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Little, exactly. Little shots like that. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I was I was enjoying this. Like, even though I had like, I had like my questions of like, okay, they're rage, right? It's supposed to be rage. Why aren't they raging at each other? Like why are they, how, why why are they discriminating? You know, against, <laughs> against humans. Yeah, if you're, it's if a good you point. Have, it's an interesting point. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, they don't know all the nuances of whatever the fuck this is. He the the guy the the poor scientist at the beginning, all he knew was rage. He didn't right. know if there was any other effects beyond the right. rage. You know. Yeah, um, they're just trying to figure it out. Yeah, and they get fucked up, man. Which was crazy too. Like to think that the humans, you know, the they're, they're thinking they're doing good, you know. Even though he was trying to figure this out, they get attacked. They're they're kind of like the monsters, right? Where they right exactly thinking they're here, and so um, which is also another scary aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. He's just trying to figure it out, and and it's almost like zombies. Like, why don't they eat each other? You know, 
Right, right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they don't taste the same, you know. They don't. Uh-huh. They, they they only smell brains, you know, that are alive, not dead. So, and the rage is like, why would I do this guy? I want, I want, I want live. Uh, I want to affect more people. Yeah. They, I, I think, yeah. I mean, I think the, you know, I'm gonna call them zombies because I, it, it feels like a zombie film. Um, I feel like the zombies know that they're trying to spread the rage and not just rage there is a sense of um meditation to I mean, if they attacking wanted to, humans if they wanted to spread the rage they would have just been spitting at everybody yeah <laughs> you know you might, sometimes my spit travels faster than my feet <laughs> that's a good point especially if you add the two together yeah well it seems to make them dumber you know they get their they devolve their intelligence to yeah to beasts you know to just animalistic they don't they can't strategize it seems so but i mean that's just speculation on on the that world it's it's it was a fun movie in and of itself like the the um the storyline that we follow like you said like when when it's all empty it was really you know it, it's it's a scary thought, um, and I did I did like the spastic camera, you know, skipping frames thing. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's effective. Yeah, and then the, the the characters too that we meet, right? It's just uh the very, it's almost it's realistic, right? You don't get like the same. Oh, let's get a young, attractive person with him too, or let's get this other person, right? It's it's very diverse. You got the dad and the daughter, and they get this girl. They meet up, and how fucking hardcore was that when Homeboy got cut up in his arm? That chick didn't waste oh, no yeah, time. Didn't waste like, any time. Oh, that's oh, just like wow. that should travel, right? She's like, "What? You got cut?" She just jumps Boom. over the table. You're like, "God damn!" Mm-hmm. Didn't even like hesitate. She's like, "No, yeah. I've seen this shit. I've seen this shit happen. Like, fuck this. Your arm is gone, homie." I was like, "God damn!" I was thinking yeah. like, "We're like, why don't you give him a chance to be the cure? You know, maybe he doesn't get infected. <laughs> you know <laughs> she, what I mean? She, yeah." Like slice now, ask questions like, later. Yep, exactly. You know, she's like, I ain't going to that road. Oh, and then my man, you know, spoiler alert, what happens to, uh, you know, the way it happens. It's so, I remember the first time seeing the theater going, oh, mm-hmm. it's so heartbreaking. You're like, it's a, it's so unique too the way it was done too, right? Mm-hmm. It's completely different than what you normally would see. Mm-hmm. So if you do it that case, it could take a little bit longer to, to take effect, you know? You know well, you like, know what she said like between... 10 and 20 seconds and he stretched it and yeah maybe it maybe it's different through through a you know soft tissue than than through an actual open wound yeah you know directly into the bloodstream mm-hmm. um but what, what what yeah like because i remember that scene affected me the most the first time i saw it when i was younger mm-hmm. yeah because um, it, it's it's heart-wrenching it's like it shit, is that's us Right, you got little, you got little lighthearted scenes, kind of like when they're in the grocery store, <laughs> yeah, you know, shopping. Like, you know, what do you, there's, what do you, what do you know, there, there's J- Chris was even commenting on this because she watched it and she enjoyed it. Wow, um, and she was like, "There is just enough break. There's enough pause. Yes. There's yes. enough yes. where you can breathe because there's a fuck ton of this two hour long movie where you can't breathe, where you are like." fucking stressed out pins and needles it sets it up for the very beginning um 
you know, you, you, you get it from, from, uh, you know, his character. You don't get a lot of backstory. We don't, you know, uh, it's, it's very tight. The film is very, um, it's, uh, edited very tightly. It doesn't give you a lot of, you know, you could even get the, the, the prequel to this. I know they did a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you could get the prequel to this, you know, um, uh, what was the the movie with Brad Pitt? That's that's kind of the sequ- the prequel to this, um, and it looks like maybe David World Fincher's. Yeah, it looks like maybe David Fincher's doing the sequel to that, which that is like, that was like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's still. Again, on those IMDb. are zombies. These aren't zombies. Well, those are running zombies, but they're running zombies. These aren't. These are running. Uh, are runner, yeah, you're. Yeah, but I. Yeah, fair enough. I feel like this fits in. It's easier to say zombies, yeah, but. Well, and I still would argue it, it appeals to, to the. They're both crossfitting running zombies, right? They're all. Yeah. Great lung capacity. They can haul ass. Yeah, they got cardio. They're they're cross. Exactly. They got crossfit zombies. They got mad cardio, these zombies. Crossfit zombies. Yes. Let's not get it twisted. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the Um, next horror movie. Go to the Olympics and get them infected. Athletes <laughs> that are strong and can great swimmers. Imagine seeing a swimming zombie. Be a really a quick scene. movie. It's a short. <laughs> Throwing javels and shit. Fucking pole vaults. Just fucking climbing over. Like a zombie throwing a pole vault, climbing over the wall, jumping just to get to the other side. Like crazy shit. Oh, man. That's the, that's the one Finch is directing. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out if, in fact, this was the first. Running, undead, dead, whatever oh, you want to fucking call it. Now was it before Zack Snyder's? Yeah, Zack Snyder's is from two thousand and four. Okay, the remake, yeah. Dawn of the Dead, two thousand and four. This is two thousand and two. I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know if just going back and and looking or thinking if you've ever I had. Uh... I don't think there was a zombie. Or infected. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I don't think so, yeah. And I think maybe that's what makes it so more, much more frightening. Right. Because I remember, there, there's I remember a difference between the first time and people were like kind of like conflicted, like, yo, why are they, why are they running? Like, uh, zombies don't run. Right. But then well, people would be quickly be like, what are these zombies? And you're like, oh shit, when you start thinking about it. I remember there's, um, the, the big difference is that there's the infected, like you just said, which is yeah. a virus. Mm-hmm. And then there's the undead. Which comes from voodoo, right? So it's reanimation. And falling apart. How can they run? <laughs> right. So it's more of magic, some kind of you know dark voodoo magic fucking based magic mind versus yeah science virus based. Yeah, but yeah. but it's spread from they both spread right infected to infected. It it this movie as well as the genre. It's well, a like, zombie. It's a zombie movie at heart. It fills all the zombie movie tropes. Um, the only but difference the is, and, they're not the living dead, as Harley Tony would say. Well, so. but like I pointed, the I mean, thing. I'm halfway through the movie, and I'm like, wait a second. No, I'm like three quarters through the movie. I'm like being introduced to the to the army, yeah. and I'm like the nine guys. And man, when shit hits the fan, everybody wants to rape each other. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, 
Hey, won't you just like talk about fucking watching movies with rich yeah, people? Yeah, well, like in every movie, like post-apocalyptic movie, because this is also a post-apocalyptic movie. Sure. Um, I think even Danny Boyle said it. Um, everybody gets rapey. I don't know what that's all about. And their argument is uh, to procreate. Yeah, all right, cool, whatever. Right. I don't know that I'd all of a sudden become a fucking serial rapist. But anyways... Um, well, I think I think the intention is to say that humans are monsters too. It's not just that. Yes. Oh, well, absolutely, and that is the underlying theme of this movie, and that's what makes it so fucking brilliant. Is not only is it just a scary ass fucking movie, right. but there's this underlying current, and it really it 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 explains it without force feeding it to you at the end. And he goes, nothing's changed. Before, people were killing people. And now, people are killing people. Mm-hmm. There's just a whole lot less of them. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So who's the real and, monsters? Exactly, exactly. And I thought that was very interesting. And I thought that was very what made this just a, a really hyper-kinetic zombie movie. Oh, fuck again with the zombie word. It turns it into... I think you could say it's part of the zombie genre. Like, it's like the zombie... I mean, if you work... Say, okay, say you worked at Blockbuster, right? And you're you're putting all the movies back, right? And you have 28 days later in your hands. You're going to put it in the horror section, the zombie section, right? Of course you are. Wikipedia, Wikipedia, the second paragraph of Wikipedia. Successful both commercially and critically, the film is credited... I don't fucking speak tonight. The film is credited with reinvigorating the zombie genre of horror film. The film spawned a 2007 sequel, 28 weeks later, a graphic novel, uh, which expands on the timeline of the outbreak, and a 2009 comic book serial series titled 28 Days Later. Yeah, so let's say this. Say the, the rage, you know, it's in their bodies for a long time. Do they just kill off, or do they skin start to peel off? Do they start becoming... Looking like the living dead. Well, that's kind so of what they, they looked like at the end. You saw that, those two yeah. starving ones. What's yeah. that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They do turn into this. The it fucking looked like man too. Like, oh, I love oh. That. especially in the house. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that fucking heavy metal music, or not heavy metal, but oh, that like fast paced rock. Dun, dun. But the the lead up before that too. Yeah. When even when he's just looking at the board of names. At the very beginning, that that yeah. fucking like build up music. Oh my oh, yeah. god! No, every scene. Danny Boyle is banging on all cylinders, and this oh, is early sure. in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, this is after the beach. Okay. Um, which I I noticed if you remember in the beach, yeah. um, Leo's character goes a little like kooky crazy. at the end, yeah. a little crazy. And the in this game one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And in this one, Cillian Murphy does the exact same. Um, so I know that that's kind of a Danny Boyle, uh, ism kind of sure. thing, uh, which I picked up on. It seemed a slight, uh, like all of a sudden he kind of like got crazy, you know? All right. Um, but so- yeah, what's, yeah, you're right. But the, the, the bottom line too, like how, how, how scary this movie is, right? Where you're, you're having to deal with people that are infected and crazy. But then you're, then you're dealing with ar- the army, right? With real humans that are even, oh, I say, more monsters than the people that are infected, right? Mm-hmm. So here you're just trying to defend yourself from both these type of people, you know, like, and it just that just makes it a really scary situation, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, when it like when Harley says, when it rains in a movie, it fucking pours. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, I just I think it adds to the dramatic effect. But yeah, yeah that 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 metal that medley I just love from that theme. You know, towards the end, mm-hmm. when it starts to build up and build up and build mm-hmm. up the tension, it just fucking works. Um, but you're right. I, like I said, um, you know, that's that that uh, that argument will probably go on forever. You know, are they are they not zombies? Whatever. But yeah. and that's, fucking that's movie. This is like that part. close to a goddamn fucking Slater to me, man. It's it's it uh, is a Slater for me. Oh shit! Yeah. I'm gonna say it right there, so you can decide whether you that want. That was a fucking movie. You know, I don't it think is... about it. I get a I get a double thumb eye gouge. I, I <laughs> said, oh man, that that bad. scene, that scene was the best. The best scene. <laughs> well, see, it, you sold it, it for me. Awesome. To, I'm giving it to Slater. <laughs> that was a fucking well, movie. Um, I was just thinking about how it goes along with what we've been talking about, how it 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 shows that humans are the monsters, whether they're infected or not. Yeah, and yeah. in that scene, you see him in full rage mode, but he's not infected. But he's not right. infected. No. But he's in and that is mode. like the embodiment of the, of the movie. Think, like, you're right. Think about that. So say you that that's how crazy you know we can go to like protect a loved one or something right or go to the max but then imagine being affected right mm-hmm. so imagine being having road rage upon road rage <laughs> like, well no and that's the thing rage. like this infection that they get it mm-hmm. doesn't give them rage it just unlocks the rage they already have inside them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that rage that was from humans already, you know. Yeah, that's what that's what's cool about the movie. So yeah, it's it's a Slater for me. That was a fucking movie. Holy oh, certified shit. Slater! Oh, nobody's getting this fucking right. Ain't nobody getting this one. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Holy shit! Especially since Tony doesn't like horror movies. Well, it's done it's, so well. It's this so one's good. yeah. This one's more of a thriller for me. Like like oh, this. I is... don't. Cause I don't feel you horror. Like, you gotta be warned, man. You gotta, sh- you gotta shit on horror. Every time people <laughs> love a horror movie, they always call it a thriller. Yeah, because Cody. because I you're actually about to, you're talked about, about to it. unlock my rage right now, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were go- like well, Laney and I were going at it about like was was Bug a horror? I, I, no, or no, not it's, at all. It, it's a thriller. It's and it's not even. Yeah, it's a psychological it's a thriller. thriller. It's like okay, so yeah, what exactly. makes what's the difference between a horror and a thriller? No, this well, movie is all the above. Right. You, you hit all the categories in this. Yeah, it's yeah. a suspense. It's when a again, thriller. You work at Blockbuster. Where are you putting it? In the zombie section, without a doubt. Well, in the horror section, right? Well, you're zombie has drama a... section. You're not going to put it no. in the thriller section, right? No, 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 no. It, no, it's a, it's a, it's a horror movie. Yeah, you can't. You, kids can't watch this movie. <laughs> is, it, is that how you define horror? Can my kid watch it? Oh, again, this yeah. is from Harley though. Again, so yeah, that's true. And I would, but yeah, and like, I was like, I was would like, yeah, they can not, watch. I would not let my kids watch this movie. Yeah, and I think um, yeah. no, it's it's too goddamn stressful. This this is the movie that gives you horror. This is the movie that gives you nightmares. If if you're prone to to nightmares, this is like the first time you saw Saw. You know what I mean? When the dude gets up off the floor. Spoiler alert. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Come on. I man. mean, the, it is fucking so scary. They they take the zombie genre and they fucking shoot some methamphetamines in it and they give it that hyperkinetic filming. But at the same time, they give you it feel rage. 
they give it rage, but you feel for the characters. You're empathetic. Absolutely. You feel like you were just you, saying Harley with Bug. You didn't really care for the character. Right? Yeah, I, str- I struggled with empathy. Yeah. This one, I absolutely, even though she butchers her friend mm-hmm. within 10 minutes of the movie, you still, at the end, when the soldiers are going to rape her, you're like, oh my God, please don't, please don't, please don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the the young girl with her dad, and it's like, there's always a sense of uneasiness when they let him into the apartment and he's kind of kooky and he's like, let's celebrate. I'm waiting for him to have a fucking zombie in the bathroom that he's going to feed him to. I mean, like I, the movie, even when it gives you moments to calm down, you still feel uneasy. You still feel that stress. And that's just credit to the director. You know what I mean? And just the tone um, and so it, it, it isn't just a zombie movie. We've seen a ton of zombie movies. We've seen the zombie genre done well with like slapstick comedy. We've seen zombie movies done with really, really good action. We've seen zombie movies. The, the earliest are sort of stressful with, with meandering zombies. We've seen right. the genres done did you guys watch this with your significant others? Yeah, I did. Oh, um, she liked Tony? It? No, That's what really. I was saying. She was actually surprised that she liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Not really for me. She she kind of saw it in bits and pieces as she was working. So. Yeah. She looks so, too scary. She's like, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's genuinely it, scary. This is what I like. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck yeah. this. Yeah. It's movie. It should be. It should make you feel uneasy. It should make you feel it isn't, looking out every time, right? It isn't just a zombie movie so they can sell it as a zombie movie to make money. It's a fucking scary ass movie that involves infected people which it could be your neighbor, it, it could be your friend, it could be at the store, you know, the yeah. sure. like, oh shit, you know. And they get infected so fucking quick. That's the other thing that's scary, man. You got no time. Oh. Like, hey man, let's talk about this, man. Let's let's hold you down for a second. Or like maybe ah! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if people, if you guys haven't checked it, obviously we fucking gushed all over. We really enjoyed it. So yeah, have you guys already seen anything? You already know what we're talking about. Um, the sequel too is you know. I remember seeing the sequel years later and going, "Eh, that's pretty good." I yeah. we might have even talked about it earliest on the podcast. Maybe, maybe it it you'd have to go way, 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 way back. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, yeah, there's also interestingly enough several alternative endings. Um, there's Jim dies at the hospital alternative ending, which would have weird a, like for him to start in the hospital in the beginning of the movie and then to end it. Yeah, there's there's a bunch. There's a radically alternative ending yeah. rather than yeah. You'd I have to like read this. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know what it does, and and we can spoil it. Um. It gives if if we didn't have that ending, you'd feel just sad. You just feel yeah, sick. You're still, uh, you're still at unease. You're still you know you're still so tense yeah, up the whole time. Yeah, you finally, finally got to be able to breathe at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I thank God that they kind of throw us that bone <laughs> at the end, just so I could feel a little bit better about how fucking miserable this world is. <laughs> exactly. 
So, yeah, I do want to see 28 Weeks Later, even though Danny Boyle doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, that's still stellar, man. It's great. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, so, good luck, everybody. Let's see how you guys did. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Certified yeah. Slater. I can't believe that. Holy shit. Um, and then for the extra credit, 28 Days Later, um, Fonzo a dollar, MCP a dollar, and Harry a dollar. Have oh. a good week. Bye. What'd you say at the end? Have a good day, something like that. Oh. I can Bye. Have a good week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Is that an accent? I feel like she was doing ditzy blonde accent there. <laughs> no points. We're so we're so, no points. We're 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 so used to her creeping in the closet, <laughs> whispering her, "Hi guys." Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that math is easy. Yeah. <laughs> Even even Harley can figure Harley that one out. out. Oh shit, jinx. Um right. Extra credit. Uh twenty eight days later. A film that I love the shit out of oh, nice. until Uh-oh. they meet the military guys. They get to the blockade. Oh. After that I I you could switch it off. Um what? Whoa. Damn. But I, I think the movie does Fonzo... change quite a bit at that at that point. Right, that's the where the tone changes. Like, oh, humans are the real monsters. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Who's probably going to give this one a slater? And I, what the hell? It, I, I, Wait, who? Until oh, they meet the military guys, they get to the blockade. After that, I, I, you could switch it off. Um, but I, I think Fonzo's probably going to give this one a slater, and I, what the hell? It's, what's well, Monday for me, but it's Sunday for you guys. I'll double down on Fonzo's slater. It's, oh man, look at this guy. I think, I think we're, we're locking in this championship <laughs> right now. Unbelievable. Look at this guy. I think Harley will give it a dollar, and I think Tony Slater, Slater, Slater well, he's will waste time. give it a waste of time. Oh. Yep. Uh, have a good show, guys. Bad boys for life. Thank you, Reed. Hey, you got some points, though, homie. You got some points coming at you. Yeah, he had a solid two points uh, for both movies, which brings us total up to 28 and ain't nobody catching up now and you only got one more week (laughs) so next week is the championship yeah so you're pretty much locking it up huh uh well i mean you know i mean angelina's only double down and and fail five points yeah absolutely so, so you can lose. Yeah, you can get some negatives. In yeah, you could lose uh, points. Tony, Tony, Tony could lose the video I'm, or the, the <laughs> recording. Uh, that doesn't give you negatives though. Allegedly, it gets you zeros. Sure. Yeah. Don't listen to but, Reed. You got this, Reed. Lock I'll down, edit. Maybe. I'll edit so that it sounds like he's doubling down on everything. Oh. Okay, there you go. Why is that audio sound the saving everything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for bug. Um. Sylvester Stallone over here. 28 days. 
Love that movie. Oh shit. Um, yeah. I think all three of you guys are gonna get this one a dollar. Certified. So my pick. Happy Sunday. Have a good week, guys. Bad boys for life. Thank you, man. Bad boys for life. And yes, unfortunately. You too. Yeah. Yeah, no points. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Donaldo say that he doesn't like bad boys? Right. Either either of the bad boys? I don't think he likes any of the movies. So how is he saying bad boys for life? That's That's a good, that's a good point, Tony. That's a that's a mighty fine good point. He we Donaldo has traditionally been our chat. It's true. He's a he's a deputy. Chet is very good. Chet is very good. He <laughs> you know, he's holding Luke and Dookie, he's holding Des yeah. down, you know? Yeah, exactly. So he, he you know, he's been a long time listener, first time caller, so All right. yeah. He gets a pass, Tony. All right. Just checking. You know. just yeah, no, hey, sure. I, it, a, it surprised me when I saw question. that. It's a valid question. I totally accept it. I see where you're coming from, but yeah, it's cool. It. All right, just yeah. making sure. Extra credit was picked by the one, oh, the pretty, only. Are you trying to get somebody Fonzo. else mad at you too, Tony? What's that? You want Donaldo not on your side too now? Or what? <laughs> I don't have anyone on my side. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Laney is. <laughs> you're losing only, a street fighter. The only He's space. Really there's only the space for one person on my side, and that's me. Well, there you go. Then he picked 28 Days Later, a very underrated movie. I actually like the sequel much, much better, and I couldn't, can't believe they haven't made, uh, uh, they finished the trilogy. But this movie, it's pretty good. I like it. It's a little slower than uh, I remember it. I've seen it a few times uh, in the last few years. I- slower? Is he not paying attention to the kinetic filming? <laughs> well, but, uh, and I see what he's saying in the sense of that first two two acts it is um i just got scared that his audio cut that i just (laughs) that's what i was just thinking um it's not overly you know you do have those scenes where you're able to breathe it it doesn't unnecessarily yeah, two um, is the action movie you know it's it's almost it's the more ramped up one right is it yeah i haven't seen it I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time. So. It's really good, too. Hmm. All right. I can see why he likes it. I can see why, so compared to that one. I can see why other people like it more, for sure. All right, let's see. Let's continue. I really liked it. Uh, like I said, 28 month, weeks later is tops for me. I'm going to say my man Fonzo gave this a dollar. I'm going to say Harley. He's like, what the fuck's going on? I'm going to say he. I'm going to say he gave it a dollar. And MCP's going to give it a waste of time because he's going to say it was all slow and shit. So there you go. <laughs> Fucking cliffhanger. Don't cut me off. I'm calling this conspiracy. Hopefully uh, it isn't going to cut off. Have a great show, guys. Later. The, here's the problem with his conspiracy theory. Uh-oh. When Tony cuts him off, he gets points. When Tony doesn't cut him off, he gets no points. <laughs> this is true. That's true. There it is. Well, see, uh, yeah. I think if he was really close to like winning... That's when Tony just kick up, kick it up a notch and start fucking. Yeah, but he, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, do but he, he's got to get. Him. If he's like, fuck, what do I need to fuck with him? He's already. I don't need to fuck with him exactly. Yeah, he's gonna lose that title off. anyways. Mm-hmm. It's tough. You wouldn't know it. I mean, you know, just this one was tough. This one was. I, I, I mean, had we were shocked. I had no idea that I was gonna give it a Slater when I started watching it. Really? Yeah, no. me neither. Yeah, no idea. I'm, yeah, I'm more shocked that MCP gave it a Slater. 
Which it was one of those like I I watched it a long time ago. I remember I liked it, but I didn't remember all the details, and I was just glued. Like it was fun. It was, it, I enjoyed it. That's what's fun, right? Like when you watch a movie again and you just totally forget about it. I mean, I remember going, oh, I liked it, but just rewatching it again, go, man, fuck, that was a great movie, mm-hmm. and it sticks with you. And I mean, uh, like Red Sparrow, you know, like Harley was saying. You forget about it. Exactly. You know, this one you sit back and you like, you know, you'll see like a, you're brushing your teeth. So you see the water drop. You're like, oh shit, man. Come on, man. Reminds me of this. Or, you know, uh, just, uh, yeah, that one I well, just there, always stuck with me. And it, and it very well could be an aspect of the video game, The Last of Us, that, mm-hmm. that, that like totally. resonated with me because I played totally. through that and I had that emotional connection totally. for that game. Because I remember, see, it, this is you can tell probably the huge influence, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good point. Because well, yeah, well, there's the scenes when I was watching. I'm like, man, total Last of Us vibes right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, interesting that Art brought up a trilogy. Yeah, there was talks about having 28 months later. I've, yeah, there's nothing. Oh, so sequel. This is on 28 weeks later's Wikipedia page. Sequel. Fox Atomic stated in June 2007 that they would consider producing a third film if DVD sales of the film did well. In July 2007, while promoting Sunshine, Boyle said he had a possible story for the next film. There is an idea, quote, there is an idea for the next one, something which would move the story on. I've got to think about it, whether it's right or not. And quote in October, 2010, when Alex Garland was asked what was happening with 28 months later, he declared quote, I'll answer that completely. Honestly, when we made 28 days later, the rights were frozen between a group of people who are no longer talking to each other. And so the film is never going to happen unless those people start talking to each other again. There's no script as far as I'm aware. In January 11, Danny Boyle said there's a good idea for it, and once I've got my stage production of Frankenstein open, I'll begin to think about it a bit more. Uh, In 2013, Boyle stated it's a 40-60% whether a sequel happens or not, but we did have an idea of where to set it and what it might be about. Uh, No, I won't. No, because they'll end up in The Walking Dead. (laughs) Uh, true. talking about seriously we've got an idea there's a whole bunch of reasons why it's complicated which which are boring so i won't go into it but there's possibility also adding it's more like to it's more likely to be 28 months later than 28 years 28 months gives you one more place to go hinting at the possibility of a fourth film as well so yeah i doubt anything's gonna happen i think um Although I mean, twenty eight weeks later made money, fifteen million dollar budget on a sixty five million or made sixty five million dollars on a fifteen million dollar budget. Uh, twenty eight days later, crushed it on an eight million dollar budget, made eighty five million dollars. So, um, you know, maybe now ten years plus later is is a good time to to bring this back. Running zombies, running undead, <laughs> running alive. <laughs> is they're running undead you're like wait what wait they're not undead yeah. they're alive they're yeah. crazy they're, bastards there you go pissed, they're pissed off people that's pissed it. off people they're, that's, pe- that's they're, they're uh, people that were playing Clash Royale and lost and now they're going after <laughs> everybody rage quit that's it and that 
uh, yeah, leads us I, right to the next week's homework, the next credit. So yeah, so we got one more week. So I think that suggests that we have to do it live. Is that right? Oh, yeah, shit, that's right. Yeah, so we'll have to do it live. And um, I got homework, right? Yes, you got homework. So I don't really have anything super. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, I can't really come up with anything. I do, have always wanted to watch this since it came out. Um, it's got my my director I love, and it's got an actor that we all love. But how come we've never watched The Walk? Oh, yeah. Written and directed by Robert Zemeckis and starring none other than JGL. How come we've never made a point to see that movie? Fuck that movie, that's why. Or never. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched that shit. No, you didn't. I didn't see it. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't see it. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I thought Tony was going to pick it one time. I think he was, and then he ended up not. You didn't see it, huh, Tony? No, I haven't seen it. No. So, chalk it up. A walk. Well, there you go. Z e m Zemeckis. Boom. Based on a true story. All right. Now you got the, right. the homework out of the way. So I haven't seen the extra credit. It was kind well, you of. You haven't rec- seen it. I I haven't seen it. No, but I'm sure one of you have. So makes it. Oh. So that's what makes it extra credit. It's one of those older movies um, that I haven't seen. That is kind of a classic, and so I was like, "Yeah, might as well get let's let's do it." Um, Christine, I've never actually seen it. A nerdish boy buys a strange car with an evil mind of its own, and his nature starts to Wait, change. You did, you did say you hated horror movies two weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> now that should make it easy for our uh, contestants. Fonzo must just be super pumped. Fucking Carpenter film. I just, I spoiled it. I just met him this weekend. So cool. You've met him a couple times at this point, haven't you? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The first time I met him, Tony was with me. Um, yeah, that's right. And yeah, went to the Christine signing. We went to that signing that you can't Holy shit, it. that's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I... You've seen the car in person. Yeah, I've seen the car, but I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've seen this like back in the days. <laughs> Uh, as like a child, so I don't remember it. So it's effectively homework, which fine with me. I got no problems. Happy to watch it. Cool. It's an old one, 1983. Mm-hmm. Kill soundtrack. Cool. All right, here we go. Booyah. Yo, first of all, Sanpita Arson. Let's see. All right. Well, how'd you guys weekend? I mean, we just what'd y'all do? Uh, fuck. We went on a little. I don't think I walked as much as Tony did. No, I, don't I think, think Chris. Chris think... saw on Facebook you went on a hike this weekend. Yeah, went on a, hike. a big one. We did a. We did like two and a half miles. Did you do more than two and a half miles? Yeah, just a bit. Don't. <laughs> Be a one-upper, okay? <laughs> I took my kids. I took my dog. I took my wife. We went for a little little trail around the the college well, today. Collectively, it's like you know two miles times what, six people, <laughs> and then one of them has four feet, four four legs. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so um, 
today we just hung out the house, kind of relaxed, R&R. Uh, yesterday, oh, yesterday we did a bunch of little projects around the house. Uh, you know, winter comes, we got to drain all the water out of the sprinklers. We got to drain all the water out of the RV. We had to cover the boat, tarp the boat, uh, clean the gutters. We got pine needles fucking stuffing up the, the, uh, mm. the, the gutters. My shoulders feeling good enough where I can kind of use my arm now. So, um, so we just, just kind of worked around the house, did some yard work. Um, uh, I watched the movie yesterday. <sighs> uh, yeah. Like I said, today did some grocery shopping, went on our little hike, which was cool. A hike is like a walk through the woods. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, just chill, just laid back weekend. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I did the um it's called Cactus of Clouds. It's um it starts in Palm Desert and goes all the way to the summit of San Jacinto at 10,400 some odd feet. Oh, so you're right at 10,000 feet? Yeah. That's high. Um that's that's when people that live at sea level start suffering from mm. from uh um elevation sickness. Right. Um, Anybody or yourself Get yeah. headaches, no, I was slurring. Fine. No, uh, there's some people that were feeling a little nauseous, a little um, starting to cramp up. I I, I attribute that is because they ate so much in the at the lunch break. Like, uh. I think they just ate too much. Um, but some people did get some elevation sickness. Um, okay. Yeah, but no, I I, I was fine. I, I yeah, no problem mm, with that. Um, it was a tough fucking hike for sure. Uh, it, that was the, the first, the first seven, like 10 miles were, um, just rock climbing pretty much. It was, wow. it, was it was pretty steep. Um, and then, uh, and so there's a, there's a tram that you, that takes you up to like, ha- like halfway up. And then it's another five miles to the peak from the tram. Um, it's 10 miles to the tram from the floor, from the desert. So Lainey drove up and met us up there. Um, she took the tram up and then she, um, just hiked to the summit with me. Um, while, well, me and the rest of the, the crew, we were doing that from the, from the bottom, but, uh, it, it was good. I mean, it was, it was tough, but it was a good time. How many, how, what's the total distance? So from the bottom to the top, back to the tram, and then you just take the tram down, it's 22 miles. God damn. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty Jesus Christ, homie. How long did it take you to do it? Um, we started at 2.30 in the morning, got to the tram at 10, and then I think we stayed there for maybe 30 minutes an hour I don't remember how many people did you go with 17 we had a you had 17 people all keep up um so because the problem with you going on big long all day you know anything over 10 miles is you're going to get people that are on a whole different pace than other people 
Right. So how did you guys address that? We just waited. I mean, at at for the bottom part, um, it it like the first three miles, um, like up until like sunrise, we kind of stayed together. Um, but then it got once people got tired, and we started get having you know gaining a good elevation. Like we, you go up maybe you know, six thousand feet, you know, within those first five miles. Uh, wow, like it's, it's straight up. ramps pretty quickly um but uh yeah so it definitely got split up we got split up into chunks um and they they arrived maybe like 20 or 30 minutes before we did um at the end like i ended up when we started i ended up being at the tail end of the group so i was with and i, and I just stayed back anytime the tail end of the group needed a rest i just stayed and rest with them um because we had like a you know a buddy system, so just you know you always have your buddy just in case if you do get sick, yeah. they'll help you down type thing. You, you don't want to. You can't be yourself. you can't be doing these these kind of hikes by yourself, right? All right. So um, so yeah, it, it, the first part um was a bit rough. Took us a little longer than normal, or just longer than um a standard at a standard pace. We would have shaved off like another hour and a half, maybe. So. Uh, my knees were killing me. <laughs> I, I yeah. wore knee braces, and um, yeah, it, it was still my knees were hurting. Like, uh, what kind of shoes did you wear? I wore trail running shoes. Really? Yeah. And did you have enough support for that time and distance on your feet? I don't know. I've never had more support than that. So. I don't what know you if all like, that rough terrain or something, you think you'd wear like some boots or some hard? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you could wear some like borderline mountaineering boots. Like, yeah. like when I hike, like even today on our little trail walk, I wear high top loas, like yeah, thick, but I'm not heavy, a pansy. You know, I just wear my shoes. What 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 did you did What did you carry? How much weight did you carry pack just, wise? Just three liters of water. So you didn't bring anything. Nope. So you're not carrying any excess weight. Nope. That's why you can get away with the light trails because you're not yep. you're not camping. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? It, was there water on the trail in spots? There was water at the at the tram. There's a ranger station, and that's where I filled up with water. Um, but didn't you say that's at the very end? That's at the top. That's at the, after the first ten. 10 miles. They don't have vending machines at the top of the mountains? Then, <laughs> no, at the, at the top, there's another, I think there's another water station you can fill up at, at the summit. So at the, at the, uh, what seems like maybe the halfway point, there's water. At the halfway, there's water, right. Okay. So that, so that, cause that's the big thing. It's like another thing people don't realize when you're hiking, even if it's cold out, you rip through water. Like you sweat a lot when you're exercising um it just walking just walking uphill you'd be starting to sweat i mean i don't know maybe you'd be different because you ain't got no fucking water weight on you because you're so goddamn skinny from your little crossfit uh body fat thing going on i don't know um but i know when i hike like even if i hike like a mile or two dude i 
drink a ton. I drink half a gallon of water every mile. I mean, it's insane. <clears throat> so carrying enough water can be difficult. And water, of course, is heavy. Um, so you guys hiked real light. So um, yeah. I hiked light. Oh, like, okay. The crew so, I was some... with hiked heavy. Uh, they brought okay. fucking like burgers and 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 beer and like so many oh, like everything from Seven Eleven, like Cheetos and yeah. They they had they had a bunch of snacks and gummy worms and and sandwiches. Like they brought bananas and they had a lot of food with them and a lot of water. Um, and they were ripping through it for sure. Um, yeah. But no, I I actually did it completely fasted for so by by the time i got to the top i was 30 hours fasted oh my god yep. yeah and i still had energy like i was i was perfectly fine i didn't i eat. fasted uh, a couple of days ago for yeah no one gives a shit i'm talking about my hike yeah yeah, so. yeah sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> didn't no, he just say nobody likes a fucking Line severed. Didn't uh-huh. you just say that? Uh-huh. No, no, no. I'm, I'm. I was. My point was, I'm, I'm inspired. Well, you're talking about it again. There you go. Why inspired. did you fast? I'm not trying to run up you by any stretch of the means. Yeah, why did you fast though? Uh, just because I believe in the health aspects oh, okay. of it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How long was your fast? It was like 19 ish, I think. Nice. But I didn't even fuck with coffee. Like I was a hundred percent. You're just water fast. Yeah, yeah. Of did you did you use electrolytes? No, no. You electrolytes went... like huh? what? Gatorade? No, a Gatorade is electrolyte. A Gatorade is sugar water. Gatorade, yeah. No, like I'm talking what? about you your mean... magnesium, your sodium, your calcium, your potassium. No. no, no, I didn't. I just drank water. I went to. I fucking ate at six o'clock at night. I went to bed. I woke up at. Eight o'clock in the morning, boom! That's sure. fucking fourteen hours right there. And I, no, they, I and you you have a standard diet though, right? You use you eat carbs. Oh yeah, yeah. So your carbs hold on to a lot of those electrolytes in your body. So you you have reserves. You have a lot of electrolyte reserves held in by the water in your glycogen source. So. I didn't start feeling like hungry where my stomach was like growling until like sixteen hours. Nice. And I thought, I bet you I'm now getting into burning fat kind of thing. Because um, up until that point, I just didn't, I just wasn't really hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about uh, 12, 16, so right around, I think, 18-ish, I started getting hungry, and I think I ate around 19 hours. So mm-hmm. uh, did you, were, I, did, were you physically active no, during that time? Or? No. It was it was like it was like Friday. I think it was through Saturday, Friday night into Saturday. No, I didn't. I wasn't active at all. I thought about it, but my arm's still funky, and mm-hmm. uh, I went yeah, to so the you, gym. And you're a tall motherfucker, so your liver's probably bigger than normal people's. You got you probably have like 700 calories in your liver. So. Yeah, I don't know. You're good. I know. I didn't have any problems with it. I yeah, your liver it. stores your hepatic glycogen, your 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 glucose stores that are available for just your regular living are in your liver. And so that's what you're going to be burning through first before you well, get to burning fat. And if you're not doing anything active, then that could be enough, you know, 700 calories. 
in 19 yeah. hours. And eh, no, you, you were probably burning both. I mean, for 19 hours, you were, you know, a 2000 calorie, 24 hour cycle, cut it in half, right? That's a thousand calories for 12 mm. hours, more or less. So you probably were burning both a little bit of fat and a little bit of your glucose stores halfway through that. Mm. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's fucking interesting to me. And I, sorry, cause I didn't mean, uh, cause I am very interested in the hike because of my own aspirations. I think you should, uh, um, you should keep doing this. I mean, I mean, did, how did you feel? Was there maybe a lot of people feel very rewarded by a comp accomplishing big hikes. So, so There's a psychological effect to it. About yeah, yeah, just definitely. Walking for hours and yeah. hours and hours and hours. Yeah. So there was something really interesting that I noticed um, while on the trail. We started at two thirty a.m., so it was completely dark. Mm-hmm. And during that time, my mental state was, "Why the fuck did I do this? I should just turn the fuck around and just go back home." You know, I was like, I was very negative. I was like, this is fucking early. stupid. I'll never do this again. As soon as the sun came up, I switched. I flipped. And I was like, this is awesome. I mean, this is, uh, yeah, this is great. It was the weirdest thing. Mm. Like, my actual psychological state went from negative to positive, And it was just there being light out. I bet you it was kind of a uh, combination of both the light and you had been hiking for fucking six hours at that point. Right. You know so why I mean? wouldn't I feel more positive after six hours? Well, only because you at that point you had already realized you could do it. No, you know I knew I, mean? I could do it. There's no doubt I could do a hike. Like, I never doubted that I would be able to finish. Well, not physically, but from a psychological standpoint, could you do it in some and say, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm happy that I did it. Does that make Th- sense? That's not an issue with me, no. That's not a problem with me. Uh, um, yeah. That's why it was so bizarre that I was, that I was having negative thoughts. It's like, I've, I'm never the negative person. And it was just weird to have them. Like, that I could hear the negative thoughts in my head i'm like this is this is kind of weird um and even even because uh i listened probably to about seven different podcasts while on the trail i just had my earbud in and i would just let the podcast you know different different science related podcasts i was listening to like cholesterol stuff and fat stuff and um uh, different things i even I, i i learned about the the reason why humans dance <laughs> and, and that, that kind of thing. Um, but even when I was listening to the podcast in the dark, I kept on having little echoes of negativity and it wasn't until the light came out and I could just see. And, and I don't even think it was about like the scenery. It was just the light being out there changed my mood. It was weird. It was really weird. Um, but, and did uh, Lane with you? Lainey did not do the, the, the start. She didn't start from the bottom. She went up the tram and met us up there. Um, so yeah, so she, she drove up like around seven o'clock to get a good spot in the parking lot, waited, went up on the eight o'clock tram, was on, was at the halfway, like 10, 10 mile marker uh, at the ranger station by like nine o'clock. 
Um, she tried to wait for us. No, probably like eight thirty. Um, I think waited for an hour by. So that was what nine thirty. Her she she met up with another hiker who's a little slower. He wasn't he he couldn't do the the full cactus oh. of clouds. So they they just went off and and started on their own. Um, and then we ended up meeting them halfway from the tram station to the summit. Um, so yeah, so she only did the daytime part of it just to the summit and back. Um, and that was taxing on her. She's like, she, she was like, she, she, she was, she, she definitely went through the whole, why the fuck am I doing this? This is stupid. Um, Mm. and, and, but afterwards she's talking to me about like, which, what hiking boots she should get so we can do, you know, where are we going to go next? So mm-hmm. there's definitely a, a reward aspect to it. Like she, she was saying that for her, the only reason she did it was kind of guilt. She's like, I, I would feel shitty if you did this hike. I drove you up there and then I just sat on my ass in the, in the Airbnb while you're up on <laughs> this hike. Like she would just feel like shit, you know, especially since she's going to CrossFit and she's supposed to be fit. And then she just doesn't do it. She's like, nah, I couldn't live with her. So she couldn't live with herself not going um but but now she 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 feels great about it it's definitely an accomplishment reward type thing looking back on it she's like yeah eh, that was all right you know the the amount of suffering you go through uh in the moment is small compared to the amount of pride or you know satisfaction you can feel afterwards thinking back on it and looking at pictures and talking to people you know you that the 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 hike may last you know six seven hours but you can have days and days and days of the memory and feeling good about it so do you have a next what's next kind of thing uh not right now (laughs) i think we're gonna take it easy on the big hikes um especially with i feel like i didn't train enough and my knees did not feel good um I, I just need to, I can need to keep doing more hiking to get my knees comfortable enough to do that again before I do a big, a big one. Yeah. I don't know if there's a lot of gym training you could do besides exactly. it's like walking on a treadmill because it's kind of impact on your knees. And I think that's probably why it hurts. It's the, is... no, no, I don't think it's impact. It's, oh yeah. I, I think it's a, um, because it, it 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 hurt on the sides, so the IT band on the outside and on one of the oh, I forget the one that's on the inside, but it's on the sides of the of, of the knee, not like the ACL. Um, like your ACL and your what the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, like kind of like on the sides. Because yeah, your ACL, the tendon is on the side, so you might be having tendon pains. I don't know. I'm no. The, it's the the a, no no. See, the ACL is on the inside. Yeah, it's it's like on the middle of the knee. No, on the outside you have your lateral collateral ligament and your medial collateral ligament, um, and it's yeah, it's it's those that hurt. Um, and the 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 medial collateral ligament, I know it attaches to your iliotibial band, the IT band that goes up. Your, your leg it's so i i i know that it's more that everything's tight there because i don't don't do this kind of stuff regularly yeah. um 
it's and it's it's a repeated thing and i think what ends up happening is it just swells it gets inflamed out of repeated use and then at that point because it only hurts when i lift my knee up and my you know like to step up it'll hurt um and to step down like if i lift my knee up and my foot is hanging from my knee it's pulling down a bit and that's where i feel pain but I can step down with that same leg where my foot is has the weight and my knee bends, but because I'm putting weight on it, it's not stretching those ligaments out. And so that doesn't feel pain. Mm. So anyway, like uh, I, there is no <laughs> next hike until there's just, you know, some little ones. We'll just go through our little 5K loop or whatever. Yeah. Nothing big. Do you have any interest in doing like overnight? I would. Tr- I want to try it. Like I want to try backpacking at some point to see yeah. just to see what it's like. Usually, the da- the danger for me is that usually when I say I want to see what things are like, I end up liking them. Yeah. And now I've got another expensive hobby on my neck. You know, <laughs> it's like so. Well, I don't know that backpacking is going to be necessarily that expensive oh, you, you, should, you don't know how the kind of gear that we get obsessive about so. well if you get crazy <laughs> then you can spend a couple hundred dollars on a bag and you can certainly spend 500 bucks on a pair of boots and you can yeah the, you can buy the tents the, the there's there's a lot of gear you, you sure. can definitely go down a rabbit hole in there sure 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 is that like everything yeah exactly that's my point <laughs> i let myself go down the rabbit hole yeah well it's not going to kill you. So, oh, congratulations! I mean, that's yeah, a thanks, kidding. thanks, that's awesome. awesome accomplishment. I'm jealous. I uh, incredible. But you know, if you if you continue to challenge yourself and you want to do day hikes and stuff, you might start finding yourself being attracted to summiting mountains you know like mount chasta up here and there's other you know i'm sure there's a summit in yosemite there's you know amazing views you know i could imagine the view from mount chasta is just Mm -hmm. stunning to be at the top of fourteen thousand feet and to look around you know Um, that's not it's not worth it for me though like it's it's it's, you'd have to travel and no i guess what i'm saying is like it's cool to, to the views are cool but I think for me, the most, most of the reward is in the process is in the hike the itself. Physical, yeah. The physical accomplishment of, yeah. of, yeah. Well, and like I, you know, like you pointed out, I think a lot of people underestimate the sort of psychological impact or the psychological challenge it becomes, True. you know, just like you said, I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have the same struggle at fucking four o'clock in the morning when they've been hiking for two and a half hours and going, why the fuck am I doing this? And a lot of people just turn around and they yeah. go back to their car. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, I mean, there's some, some aspect to having a lot of people motivated, um, keep going. I think, you know, there's a kind of like that peer pressure kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I think that's why the, having a big crew out there and was, was helpful. Yeah, everybody's yeah. pushing pushing each other. As long as everybody doesn't, as long as people aren't slowing each other down, et cetera, et cetera. So, but no, that's great. I, I'm uh, like I said, I'm jealous. Tony, Alfonso, what'd you do? 
Oh, we celebrated Halloween, you know. Chad brought over his kids over. We nice. hit up the whole neighborhood. And uh, they had to go to school the next day, so we let them sleep yeah. in for a little bit. And uh, they were good. They were good, you know. Went to the office. Said, hey, we were a little bit late. You know, I'm thinking to myself, well, it's Halloween the night before, so, you know. Um, yep, got the little pass, and on their way they went. And uh, I had to work that same day, too, so that sucked. Um, so I finally took all the Halloween stuff down today. Um, since we got that little extra hour of time, I'm like, well, it's really early. I might as well just get it going now because we had um, my buddy Jeff's kid, Mason. It was his birthday party. His birthday is actually on the 1st. But, you know, kids, you always do the birthday that weekend or the weekend before. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Cool. He had like a little BMX party. So it said, bring your bikes and, you know, they'll be riding. So he got one of those big, gigantic pizzas that are, sli- you know, sliced up in squares. But all the kids, there's one little ramp. Kids had scooters, bikes. Um, dude, you, there's so many different contraptions, like Razor scooters. Uh, this green machine where it's like pedals on the big wheel in the front, but then there's the, the two big fat ones, like big wheel style. But instead of handlebars, it's these two, like, like rock'em, sock'em robot at, uh, motion with your hands where you're going back and forth. So kids were going down that, fishtailing. You know, my boys had the, their, the, their little ziggle. And, and I thought kids, I thought some kids were about to freaking die man they're going down this hill man it was crazy this one little kid going down on a scooter man these kids are fearless you remember being that fearless when you got on a bike or anything you know like you just you could tackle you could do anything you know maybe i see that curb like oh, i can jump that oh so you got a ramp you made a makeshift ramp I'm, i'll jump it nope. not even second guessing yourself just doing it yeah there's certainly some of that element when you're a kid yeah nope no nope. You were always second guessing, huh? Always. Really? That's funny. Yeah, yeah. man. But yeah, but these kids, I mean, they just, it was just cool to see them outside playing. You know what I mean? Like a crew had his bike out, and Reagan had their little bikes, and they're still on training wheels, so I was helping them pedal. Like, I just realized they don't even know how to pedal. Crew, had the, he had the little strider where he learned his balance first. You know, it didn't have any, um, no chain, no pedals. It was just kind of put, kicking off, pushing, but learning your balance. I realized they didn't really did that much with them. So I'm like, all right, a little behind. But, you know, find a bike, it'll, it'll just come naturally. So we did that. And then the night before that, on Saturday, I went down to L.A. for the uh, Golden Apple. John Carpenter signed. It's funny. My friend Chris's girlfriend, Amy, always goes, uh, like, do you used to have stuff for him to sign? And we and uh, we all just laugh, go, yeah, we could still, still get stuff signed. Like, I got my new Halloween soundtrack album signed. Then I brought an, um, so my Christine Blu-ray that I had everyone sign that one time we went, Tony, except for him. Remember? We went to his, mm-hmm. we went to his signing first and then to the Christine signing. Yeah, so my buddy right. Chris was like, Hey, dude, you, you gonna, what are you gonna bring? And I'm like, Oh, probably this and that. He's like, What about your Christine Blu-ray? I'm like, Oh shit, you're right. I got everybody on that. I'm, I gotta get him. So when I handed it to him, he looks at it, he goes, Whoa. Like even he was shocked, like how many signatures were on there. I'm like, yeah, all that's missing is you. Like, if you could put your name right there, right next to your name, it'll be perfect. So he signed that. And on the website, it said one item only. But we were all like, ah, oh, come on, man. One hmm. item? Come on. You know, we bought the book. and um, So it's for Tales of Halloween Night, Volume 4. It's just a bunch of sto- um, bunch of stories, you know, for, like, the spooky season of Halloween. You got a bunch of different writers. Um, so it's like a little, almost like an anthology where he writes one story. Then Steve Niles, who wrote 30 Days of Night. Which is you know super badass vampire movie. David Scow, who um, wrote the the screenplay for The Crow, 
he was there and i actually took my crow poster this time because uh, again thanks to chris telling me what are you gonna have him sign i'm like dude I haven't signed that poster I've had since like 94, 95. Like when I was rolling it up, the back of it has like so much old scotch tape and mm-hmm. all these pinholes from like every apartment, every house I've ever lived to. That sucker's been with me forever. It's like one of my favorite posters. It's just Brandon Lee sitting there like in the church, like on a chair, just looking super badass. But now that I'm looking at it right now and he's, he signed it, it's just so fucking cool. He was so gracious. So like at the end, he goes, "Hey, thanks for hauling all this out here." I'm like, "No, thank you." I go, "I, I wanted to go. Do you, like, would you? Do you ever write boardroom shooter number two? Because in that scene where he's on the table, I think that that Sounder Tony has where he says, "Oh, you're already boring the shit out of me," and then he just has everybody um, just shoot him. You know, where they're all on the table with top dollar. Mm-hmm. And he gets blasted and falls down, and then they, you can hear the guy in the back and go, "Oh, that motherfucker was crazy." The guy with the beret. Um, he like leans over the table and goes hey he's gone and you see that bullet hole right go through his head so the very next scene after that guy that with the beret gets shot in the head that's david scow with the ponytail and the mustache he has a vest he has an uzi and brandon lee just uh, eric draven just kind of pulls him down and he falls and he pulls him under the table and kills him so that was him and he told me he's like oh dude i'm throughout that movie there's like a scene where a baseball bat hits a pinball machine that's me there's all these inserts i'm in there in the background like it's like i'd love to do like a tour of the movie and i could just just to mention all these, t- I'm like, and I was just sat there like my eyes open, like, yes, I would love to hear all those tidbits. Are you kidding me? That'd be amazing. <laughs> so he was super cool. Um, Cause I always feel like they get overlooked. You know, it's like, Hey, everyone's there for Carpenter, but it's like, these guys, you know, are cool. Like, you know, they've done their own unique things as well. Like, you know, like how cool, like think about vampire fatigue, right? Well, how else can we do different with the vampire genre? Right. 30 days a night is a, such a clever idea, Right. We're better to be live as a vampire, but when you have nothing but night for thirty days, right? In Alaska, and you get vampires in the snow. It just was a fucking cool ass concept. I remember, I remember enjoying that movie. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah, it's just like the concept alone. It's like, oh man, we're out now. We what? We don't have to, you know, we don't have to hide now. Um, but yeah, no, great movie. David Scott also <laughs> signed my Dave, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. He wrote that, and um, so David signed my poster, my Crow Blu Ray. Steve now signed my 30 days at night. Blu-ray. I, I made a YouTube video of it. It's I, I posted up earlier, um, but just a fun time with everybody. Like all the usuals are there, man. I sort of got, when we go pick up our books, I'm walking down the line. I, everybody that's out the signings are all there, man. It's all the regulars. We're just all saying, hi, how you doing? Here we are again. You know, it's just hilarious. Um, the one thing that's like, that's changed is difficult. is like, well, I'm getting my stuff signed. My man, MCPs, man, not in the background with the phone. Getting that get to getting that cool footage of me getting signed. So like, so now I'm just like, all right, I gotta get all my signatures. Don't worry about my phone. I'll, I'll record, but getting to the carpenter. But then after that, this one guy takes the phone, takes your picture. Um, but I, he was super. He was in a cool mood, man. Like, um, the people like, at the comic book store are saying like he doesn't really like to do signings, but they've been so like, um, like uh, they've gone way back with him for like so long that they've supported each other for so long. That uh, he he'll do signings for them, you know, which is super cool. That's why he has these super long lines, and that's why every year the the, the price of the book goes up every year. It's kind of funny, <laughs> um, but it's it's totally worth. It. I mean, we you know we get to meet. He's like one of the last legends, man. What you know was Craven's Con, Hooper's Con. I mean, yeah, a lot of them are passing. Yeah, well, so, and he ain't no young man. Exactly, sure. he ain't no spring chicken, man. But mm-hmm. the difference between two, you know, he'll direct this badass movie, and then not only that, he'll fucking score it too. So not only is a movie memorable, it's memorable because of his fucking score. You know, it's insane. Mm. Um, so, you know, and we'll, f- and you guys will hear it when you guys listen, watch Christine. Um, 
we all watch Christine. So yeah, so I, I can never get tired of watch, uh, meeting Carpenter. I brought a couple albums. I got him to sign my Prince of Darkness album and my Halloween because I went and bought the another book because I thought I was missing one. I, one year I didn't go, so I figured, hey, if I if I get this book signed up, I wonder if I can go back around and do another round. And uh, I go up there, and the guy's like, "You got your line pass?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "No, I just bought this one." I was, and I was told I can come back in line. The guy's like, "All right." Has it the carpenter? I'm like, "Oh shit, here we go." My man Chris didn't even buy it. He just went right behind me and got his CD uh, slipcover signed. I was like, "Fuck you, savage! Man. You don't give a fuck." That this shows crazy. And uh, you could hear. Uh, and then when I when I when I left, I could hear carpenter going, "Oh, double dip! Oh, triple dipper!" When he had the three covers, I'm like, "Oh shit, the jig is up. <laughs> we gotta go." Uh, but he signed it, so he was cool. So we were just all stoked like that we got so much more stuff signed. And I just kept, you know, I, I, I wanted to make sure, tell the people at the comic book store, like, hey, man, you know, guys, thanks a lot, man. This event is awesome. The fact you guys have been doing it for so long. It's really cool. I just want to, you know, thank you guys for your time. And, you know, this is great. I even tweeted out to, like, a lot of people that were involved. And Sandy Sandy uh, King, his wife, who's, oh, I got her to sign my Big Trouble in Little China because she was script supervisor on that. And they live and Prince of Darkness. So I wanted to show her some love. I want her to sign my albums. And then I tweeted out to like them say thanks, you know, for doing this. She liked it and retweeted it, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was my weekend. So I mean, Hall- the Halloween might have been over, but we got a little bit more, little more Halloween here with uh, with, with John. So that was really cool. And then today, um, well, it's still almost done. It's the 30th anniversary of They Live. And while we were down there, we went to Burbank. We went to a little store called Rocket Fizz, where they sell you know a bunch of candy and all these like weird makeshift sodas. So I took a picture of all these weird random sodas and I asked the kids what they wanted. Croup uh, picked out the cucumber soda and Reverend Reagan chose a birthday cake soda. And they got stuff like bacon soda. Um, not like baking, but like as in bacon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm. Make sure I clarified that. I was like, wait, make sure it's bacon. Um, barf soda, <laughs> dirt soda, Ugh. grass soda. <laughs> kind of like all those jelly beans that you get in that game, but like um, in soda form. Uh, uh, ranch. Buffalo wing sauce, um, just weird ones like crazy. The birthday one tastes kind of like cotton candy, and the cucumber kind of tasted like expired cucumbers. Creed said, <laughs> "You think it'd be kind of refreshing? You know, like just sometimes they put cucumbers in water, you know, and you're drinking it, but it was just it was just, they're just odd. They're just little these weird little knickknacks, you know." I got the which was oddly enough, I got um, um, I'm all out of bubble gum with Roddy Piper on the on the thing. It's bubble gum soda. Not even realizing the next day was the, the today the 30th anniversary of they live i just happened i'm like oh shit i just got the that's kind of cool i knew they had that soda there yeah it's just a clever you know uh, a mix of the two and uh, i haven't tried it yet but i'll report about it next week but uh, oh yeah on the, on the on the live show i'll i'll, I'll open i'll pop it open there and, and drink it there you go. um cool. i'll show you guys the bottle but um yeah man so putting all the stuff for halloween's over i'm like damn there goes that holiday thanksgiving's around the corner and christmas and it's uh, it's going quick, man. I don't know, pretty wild. Yeah, we're full on holiday season, right? Oh yeah. I mean, once Halloween is over, yeah. everybody's getting ready for Thanksgiving, and when you're done with Thanksgiving, it's Black Friday, and when mm-hmm. you're done with Black Friday, it's fucking Christmas, and when you're done with Christmas, it's fucking New Year's, mm-hmm. and it takes a week for you to recover. So, <laughs> um, no shit. And a lot of people they spend weeks getting ready for Halloween. So the holiday season starts mid-October. Yeah. Um, well, I told you guys in August, I was seeing the Halloween stores pop up already, remember? That's crazy. God, and that seems like so long ago now, too. Fuck. 
I remember taking the kids to Spirit going, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're open, you know, September. You know, get your stuff ready. And you're like, God damn. Yeah. I mean, Christmas stuff was already there, there too, when I went to Walmart one time, like, in in August or in September. <laughs> that shit's crazy. They want to get the jump on everything, you know? So, yeah. But, yeah, oddly enough, the first time uh, I met John Carpenter was with, with Tony. We went down there. And uh, mm-hmm. I had already bought and I pre-ordered the Blu-ray before no, knowing about that signing. And I told him about it. I'm like, dude, do you think we can make it? So I was like, it says it's 25 minutes away from Dark Dell. We totally do it. I'm like, all right. Sure enough, man, met him there. And then uh, got to meet the cast of Christine. So it's cool. The same day. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I think we went to, the ho- went to some of the filming locations too that day, right, Tony? That day we went to see the hedge or no? A different day. It's hard. It, it's all, it blends in. And it's all yeah. fuzzy. I have to look at the pictures, but I think it is. It would make sense because right? it's not like we just went up there to see the hedge. We did other things two. when yeah. we were there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I remember eating at KFC in Pasadena. Oh. So I think we yeah, did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And again, you hadn't seen Halloween. <laughs> you went to the hedge. <laughs> all those houses I'm taking you there. Uh, oh, yeah, because we went to the Nightmare on Elm Street house, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's going to uh, conclude episode 428 of the Bad Boys Podcast. Sorry y'all didn't get some points like y'all normally do. Oh, shit. But it kind of well, makes me happy because we're not that Reed, predictable. <laughs> Reed did all right. Reed got that Slater. And he said, what the hell? Let me double down. I'll double down. You know why like double had... down? He's a goddamn champion. Because uh, like a champion. Uh, he was like, well, today it's Sunday. Well, it's only Saturday for y'all. Like a, the day of the week had something to do with whether he was going to double down. Bang. I like that. That's psychology. Bang. Whatever whatever works for him, right? Yeah. So. He's tired of seeing R with that bell. He's like, you know what? It's time to bring the bell back to the NZ. Well, but I'll say this too. I mean, Christine is kind of a wild card. Mm-hmm. You know, my default is going to be Fonzo, give it a Slater. Double down. Why not? You know, I mean, if if I was Angelina, if I was Art, if I was D, I needed that points. I'm doubling down on Fonzo Slater on Christine. The walk, who knows? Zemeckis, he certainly has some Slaters in his past. Um, we loved some JGL. It could be a Slater in the making. It could be a waste of time. I don't know. I feel like that movie, like you were talking about, the movies that come and go and don't have a lot you know yeah so i feel like the walk was kind of one of those you know maybe a sleeper i'm not sure Mm -hmm. um is is tony and myself gonna think christine holds up you know um 6.7 imdb uh so there's potential for some big point swings here Um, what made you want you to tony uh buddy of mine mentioned it that he was watching it um well on halloween oh yeah yeah i was like oh yeah i should have totally assigned that (laughs) you're like you didn't even tell me you saw the car man you could have totally you could have been bragging (laughs) you know you're like i met christine you know (laughs) yeah that's right yeah goddamn right (laughs) (laughs) that's right so yeah so yeah episode 428 fucking locked it down baby randomly ranted all things movies I've been your host, Fonzo. Let's ride together. Harley, we die together. 
MCP, bad boys for life.